He was counting it. That's fine. Can I hear all this right now? And now that's all going to be in the episode. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Leave it there. Yep. I want it in there. Yep. Oh, wait, no, we can't good, do that. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Al Sterling. Welcome to For Geek's Sake. Dan is, producer Dan is dead to me. <laughs> that's what I want to open with. I just want to be very clear about that. Guys, we're having, <clears throat> we're having a rough Tuesday, apparently. But he talked smack about Princess Bride. I didn't Wait know. a minute. That's what you did? I was joking. Oh, but, okay, no, no, no. But I didn't even catch that. Okay, now you're dead to everyone. Right. Aww. Well, I don't know about Scott. I don't know about his opinions on things. No. But. Well, I mean, I think you're speaking of like everyone is like a broad. I don't know if the whole planet is going to back our play. <sighs> um, so maybe some other people don't like Princess Bride because they haven't seen it yet. So, or because they have no souls. Or because they have no soul. I mean, exactly. there's lots of other options here. I don't want to overstate. The, uh, producing Nanda's like Princess Bride. That's the big takeaway It's just here. not my thing. Why do I not know this? Okay, so I know that here at For Geek's Sake, we, we paint with a broad brush, and we value whatever geek you have. And look, not everybody's in everything. You know, like, maybe you're not into anime. That's fine. You're still yeah. more than welcome here. Uh, Gamergate f- fans are not welcome on my show. Uh-huh. And uh, neither are people who don't like Princess Bride. I didn't say I don't like it. I said it's just not my thing. I think it's maybe just a scotch. Overrated. Shame. Oh my god, did you just say Princess Bride is overrated? Just a scotch. <laughs> I don't... I can't... So we got a great show for I you I literally guys. can't even with you. Right what now. are your names? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm your host, Al Sterling. That was our producer, producer Dan. What's up? Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we also have joining us our... Uh, nah, nah, uh, Liz, co-host. It me. It's you, yay! And welcoming back from a like a year and a half of not being allowed on the show, uh, we have Scott Horn back in the studio with us. Hey, everybody! It's good to be back. Just took a year, took a little yeah. bit. But we had to we had to get over your last your last time you were here. Uh, me if, too. If you guys me would too. like to know, if you guys are wondering <laughs> what it was, you have to go back and listen to his last episode to find out why he was banned from the show. Um, Please. It's no, funny. No, we're kidding. He was oh, not banned from the show. We just haven't had him on. That I know really, of. That I know of. Oh. It, was, it was just really fun watching Liz react to that. Uh, all right. Let's go. So, we had, so we're doing Comic-Con, and we've got just all of the trailers, just all of them. And you can find them all on our Facebook page. So we've got that stuff. That's what we're doing for our main topic and our B-roll, because it just overwhelmed everything. So, uh, but, but first, though, we're actually going to open up. So, so for Geek's Sake is a local podcast, first and foremost. And uh, yeah, we, we got a lot of love for the city, beautiful, and uh, we lost we lost somebody really big. So I'm actually just going to turn it over to Scott and let Scott kind of speak to this because he's got it better than me. All right, so um, been working for the Orlando Weekly for five six years. Um, I remember when I first started, um, just kind of trying to get my name, you know, through to people, get my foot in the door. One of the first people I met there was um, was Billy Mains. Uh, we lost him a couple of days ago. It was. Um, in short, like to describe the man, he was he was indomitable. He's one of those people that you really either aspire to be or just he's. I, I guess it's there's a lot of people right now in Orlando that are hurting. There's a lot of people that there's like a Billy size hole in this city that I'm not sure when it'll completely heal. Um, if we'll be able to completely move on, but I, I can't describe that feeling. But I know how he made you know everyone feel who had met him. So, so talk a little bit about the stuff that Billy did, what, what he brought, what he gave to the city. Okay, so um, covered a lot in the way of um, local politics, if there was any, anything that needed to be exposed. He was, he was a champion for people that um, needed to be fought for. He, and he made everyone he met 
feel like he was fighting for them and you're the most important person in the room. He was um, really big into um, LGBT rights here. Um, he became the voice for Orlando in the, um, you know, the ensuing like aftermath of the you know, tragedy at Pulse um, over a year ago. And that, and he, he became us. He became like the person to tell that story better than anyone else in the city could have ever done. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he was, a, I don't know. It's hard for me. I, I met him, you know, a number of times. Um, whenever I come into the office to talk about a story or, um, just, he was always there. He's the most like live wire in the room. And that's that sort of energy you really can't replicate. And, um, so speaking about how he makes people feel, um, I was up at Florida state. We're both, you know, Florida state alum and he was there screening a documentary and, um, the man is incredible. He's been fighting for everybody. He ran for mayor. I, I can't, you know, carry the man's briefcase. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's, he's introducing me to some of his associates and I'm um, introduced like, Oh, I've been running for the weekly for a couple of years. I hadn't really done anything of no, I hadn't had cover stories. I haven't done anything like that. And he comes up to these people. He's like, Oh, this is Scott. He's my mini me. And I'm just like, wow. I'm, I'm no, that's just, but the way I, I knew like how I felt at that moment, it's still the greatest compliment that I've ever received. And, um, I knew at that moment, like this is a, I, I think he felt he made everyone he knew kind of feel that special and feel like he was their champion and willing to go to bat for them. Mm-hmm. And, um, those are once in a lifetime sort of people. And, um, he's, Hard to say that, isn't he? Um, well, thank you. An amazing guy. Uh, so, yeah. So we we here at FGS, our hearts, thoughts, prayers go out to uh, to Billy's friends and family, and uh, you know we, we Orlando lost an icon. So, um, you know, if you if you like more, you can you can Google Billy Maines. Uh, it's M A N E S, and you'll find just tons of stories about him, some of his history, and what he's done. Uh, it's 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 hard to overestimate his impact uh, on on our town. So. Uh, respect there. Let's let's move on to something something else. Uh, going from that to much 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 happier news. So much happier, Dan. I'm gonna. I know that this is this is a big a big special one for you. So I'm gonna <laughs> let you take this one. Okay. So over the last couple of months, uh, people who pay attention to these sort of things have noticed that uh, things have been a little different at Marvel. Um, there had been this controversy for a few years now that all of the properties that they didn't own the movie rights to, like the X-Men and, and uh, Fantastic Four and even Spider-Man, were kind of being pushed to the back burner um, or, or completely just, eliminated. Right, or just killed, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and most people blame Ike Perlmutter for that um, because he's an evil bastard. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and Ike Perlmutter, the CEO of Marvel Comics, not to be as a, right. as a different uh, and a very thick line between Marvel Comics and Marvel the film industry under Kevin right. Feige. So, sorry, go ahead. Well, and really that only started a couple years ago when Feige got tired of dealing with Perlmutter and went straight to the head of Disney and said, Get this guy out of my chain of command. Yep. And so they redistributed the company uh, so that he didn't have to report to him. This is the guy who wouldn't let a Scarlet or a um, uh, Black Widow a Black Widow movie happen because no one's going to buy the action figures for a female-led superhero movie. What? Yeah. Yeah, that would be that'd be this gentleman. That's that's this fella. Um, and actually, yes, we, that we, guy. we have a new image of him. The last time we talked about him, we had a picture of him looking like he was about uh, thirty five years old. That was the last image that he had allowed 
of him to like be out in public. And recently he's been spotted at Trump rallies and things like that. So he's been photographed at, at those kind of events. And so now we have a more updated photograph of him. Uh, but, Neat. uh, he's kind of a hermit CEO. And so it's hard to keep track of what he's doing, what he isn't doing. But since May, we've started seeing new X-Men comics, new investments into the X-Men, um, talk of Fantastic Four uh, coming out with new movies and new comic books, all kinds okay. of good stuff. Oh, good. Let's do that again. Yeah. Because it works so well. We're going to we're we're pause on that piece, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the uh, comics would be nice, though. I wouldn't. Be I was going to say we guys. need those comics back. Yeah. That was such a huge property for Apparently, them. Apparently, back in May, he was removed as CEO of Marvel, so he's out, and we're not really sure what exactly is going on at the top at Marvel. But it's got to be better than what it was. I'm shocked it didn't happen sooner because you look at their their comics and how those things have all been going. Like mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, we'll talk about Captain Marvel and like imagine a little bit. Oh yeah, the, the movie. But like the comics been rebooted. I don't know how many times. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna be your flagship character moving forward. Just I don't know how you allow that to happen. Yeah, yeah. and I'm glad he's good changes. I think. Yeah. yeah. So the so, less promoter, the better. Uh, on the new stuff, uh, another tragic tale. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> you let me take this one. Do you want it? Sure, go ahead. Let's ha on, on. ha. Robots are dumb. Humans are better. You guys stay. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa. Oh boy. Oh boy. No, this no, got no, out no. of control really fast. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't you, you're not taking us down with you. Uh, no. We hear it. We hear it for geek's sake. Welcome our robot overlords. Then we hear it for geek's sake. So you guys all know how I feel about robots and yeah. the overtaking and how, uh, they're going to kill us and it's not great. And, right, and we you know how we are going to turn you over as proof of our loyalty. Cause they're going to yeah, kill yeah. you, not us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. No, no, no. They're going to. Somebody's f- going to shine them. They're going to fall down the stairs and die in water because they're stupid. Okay. They're just going to replace the stairs so, with ramps. So here's, Come on. so here's what happened. This giant, this, this giant, like, like, I don't know, like bullet shaped. <laughs> ro- I don't know. Like dome. We've talked about this guy before. We have. As a matter of fact, it's a security robot that was, that was flown around the mall. Uh, apparently the stress got to him. And he just couldn't do it anymore. The job is really so hard. He robocopped it. He, he just like down the stairs. Yeah, he done. threw himself into a pond and he, or sorry, into a fountain and drowned. Um, yeah. so, so, okay, so he's a security robot and I, he, he looks like a cross between a Dalek and then Wally. The, the little, no, not Wally, maybe, maybe a little, no, Wally had like legs and stuff. Didn't or not he? Wally Eve. True. But he also looks like the uh, the statues in the Zelda games that shoot lasers at you. Oh, okay. oh so, good pull. So does this thing shoot lasers at you? Yep. Uh, I don't. Yep, that's exactly what is it does. Is that what it that hole in the, in the middle is? It might have been <laughs> what it did, not anymore. Did, well, did, obviously. You know what, it remi- what it reminded me of, did you guys ever see the Simpsons movie? Uh, oh, yeah, of course. The Simpsons movie, there was the thing where they get the bombs disposal robot. Who's out there? Who goes to try to dispose the bomb towards the end of the movie? Yeah. And then it shakes. He's like, I can't take it anymore. And it blows its own brains out. <laughs> and like the one of the end, like Chief Wiggum is like, I knew it was stress, but I didn't know he was going that far. You know, like that. This reminds me of like this, this, this poor robot has been patrolling this mall, uh, and been getting nothing but shit, you know, like, but it's having been a hard time. It, you know, people wife, call it Paul Blart every day. Exactly. It's <laughs> wife has been stepping out on it with another, like a toaster oven or something, oh, you know, no. like it's been going bad for him for a long time until finally he just couldn't take it anymore and just threw himself into the fountain. Guys, guys, I have a confession. Hmm. I pushed the robot. You would. <laughs> Absolutely. I believe that. This is all, this is all part of my, my takedown plan. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. Just again. I will repeat this to the robot overlord. Be like, you want this girl. Here, look, I'll help you find her. I'll call her and pretend that everything's okay and lure you into a safe place so that they can take you. I just want to be clear that that's... 
I will betray you. It won't even be a betrayal because you know what's coming. Um, But the robot drowned itself in a fountain. Eventually, they had to pull it out and fix it. Mm -hmm. But the internet went amazingly nuts with this. The internet went nuts with it, and the company was actually really good about it because they actually posted a tweet on behalf of the robot that said, oh, I thought that going for a swim would be a good idea. I guess it's not so great for my motherboard. Ha ha. Uh, Oh, boy. It's, yeah. All right. (sighs) Uh, up next, we have a little legal legal trouble here. We had to pull in senior legal correspondent uh, T. Bradford Petrino, Esquire. Let's clarify again. We don't have any legal trouble here. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Well, I mean, we probably also have some serious legal trouble here. Yeah. But we're but not aware Disney of it Disney definitely has some legal trouble here. So you want to you walk them through the highlights here? Um, I'm just uh, not going to work this out. I'll, I'll hand it off to you. But uh, we'll start off with a company called Mova is suing uh, the Walt Disney Company for... Uh, the use of its technology in Beauty and the Beast, uh, Age of Ultron, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, so so what we what we did to to Brad this week was we gave him a three hundred and seven three hundred and seven page complaint and had him distill it down into a summary uh, that we could use for the show. Now, normally, and he did it. Oh, of course he did. Uh, and sooner or later, here's the thing: once, for geek's sake, finally starts turning a profit, uh-huh. we're going to get a bill from Korshak and Associates, <laughs> and then we're no longer going to be turning a profit, like forever. Like it'll be, yeah. So you're going to let my mom tell two jokes an episode. <laughs> <sighs> uh, uh, uh. Uh, so here's what here's what here's what we had to say. So first, uh, uh, senior legal correspondent T. Bradford Petrino of Korshak and Associates. Uh, I would like to note that it was a very good complaint from a writing craft perspective, which is kind of nice. You know, it's great. It's good. It's good. good starting point. Um, it was a very good complaint with respect to the specificity of the underlying facts and evidence. Uh-huh. You can tell that I didn't come up with that because I just used the word specificity. <laughs> I'm really proud that I could pronounce that word. I, say it I'm one more too. time. Specificity. He's been practicing all day. Apparently, I pick up a slight British accent when I say the word. Um, so the uh, so what it comes down to. Um, so the MOVA system that they're talking about here isn't just rendering software. It's also a custom-built rig with a couple dozen cameras on it, as well as a patented process of applying phosphor makeup to the actor's face and then to the MOVA software syncs to the camera shutters with lights that flash on to charge the, 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 the phosphor while the shutter is closed, then off while the shutter is open, presumably incredibly fast. So what we're talking about here is, is for these movies, they're talking about some of the special effects. Okay. Um, and some of the motion capture stuff that that right. kind of that there was a specific way that they were doing this here. So so the reason that MOVA is suing Disney is that Disney was using this stuff without without permission. Uh, but here's the deal. So um, the the MOVA parent company gave ownership rights to one of the camera rigs to a MOVA subsidiary. The subsidiary is run by a shady guy. Oh, this I'm quoting. I'm quoting. Senior legal correspondent here. Okay. By a shady guy who was being investigated by the FBI and separately sued by MOVA. Mm. So the MOVA parent company closed up the subsidiary's business back in thir- 2013, and the subsidiary assigned the rights to the rig back to the parent company in April 19, 2013. That's right. We get a specific date. Nice. Because we have a lawyer on staff. <laughs> standby. We'll standby. Stand standby. Standby is a good word. I actually gave him a dollar uh, <laughs> many, many years ago, just so I technically have him. So he's on retainer. Re- yeah, I have him on retainer. We haven't really locked down the specificity of his title yet. No, he did. Senior legal correspondent. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to do a thing, guys. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, anyway, so what has happened? So, uh, so this guy's being investigated by the FBI, but about three weeks later, the, the same guy signed an assignment of rights to a Chinese company and gave them permission of possession of the rig. So it wasn't really his rig, and uh, he was being sued by this company and under investigation by the FBI. And so what he did was like, hey, y'all want this? So, basically, so, so Disney basically borrowed a camera from somebody that they shouldn't have. Yes. That's what this all comes down to. Yes. 
So uh, I asked him. I did ask him if there was uh, anything legal worth, worth like legal trends or anything like interesting from a legal perspective. Uh, but the big thing here is that. They said that he says, uh, uh, I think someone in the Disney or slash Marvel chain of command screwed up their due diligence process. It can't possibly be about trying to cut a corner to save money. It would never be worth it, which I think tracks. Because yeah. I don't care how expensive your rig is. Disney could buy your company on accident. Yeah. Like, that's just like, oh, like somebody drops a piece of paper and suddenly you're bought by Disney. Like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. I hope that happens to us. Oh, oh that'd be that would be sweet, so great. Sweet. I want to sell out so badly. Would we have to sing every episode? Whatever, I, it'd be no. Our, our, list, our numbers will drop. I'll I'm tell you good. that right now. <laughs> um, so uh, prediction that this. So Brad's prediction of this whole thing though is this is going to get settled out of court and we'll never hear about it again. Probably. Uh, but he's at, he said it will be very entertaining if he's wrong. So that's that's kind of what happened there. So Disney got sued because yeah they borrowed a camera. Some guy was like, hey, you want to you want to borrow this camera? I'll rent it to you for twenty bucks. And then somebody else was like, dude, that's my camera. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Uh, <laughs> my twenty bucks. It's my twenty bucks. Nuh-uh. It'd be the show title if I could figure out how to spell nuh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and other things that everybody has been on pins and needles around. Monopoly. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, life-ruining game. Uh, yeah, right. So the, so you'll, of course, recall uh, this this particular nail-biting scenario uh, where Hasbro released Star Wars The Force Awakens uh, <laughs> Mon- Monopoly. and I'm oh, sorry. No, sorry. They released Star Wars Monopoly, and yeah. they managed to release it with no female characters. So they released it with uh, with 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 Luke, with uh, Finn, yep. with Darth Vader, and with Kylo Ren, and no no women. Which actually at that point, like you had to reach. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. had to like this is like like there's that healthy thing in the front of the fridge, and you reach past it to get the crappy thing behind it. Like, bro, <laughs> you know you were sitting there. Don't pretend like you didn't see the healthy one. But you're like, no, I'm gonna grab this candy well, bar. Well, it's like we we have two. We have we have Luke and and Vader. So like, yes, okay, original classic characters. Uh-huh. But then we went with Finn and. And Darth Tantrum, mm-hmm. yeah. Like we just like, like you remember Leia. that classic battle. That, that's what that movie was all about, right? Those two. <laughs> Poor Finn. I, I, I'm actually listen. Finn doesn't get enough love. I, no, Finn's awesome. I wish Finn got a little more love. But yeah, we could have dropped Darth Tantrum, or I don't know. We could. There's a whole lot of things you could have done here. So um, this little girl wrote Marvel. Oh, sorry, Marvel wrote Hasbro, who's the owners of Monopoly. Yeah, and said that. Um, hey, I really would like to see Ray. Could we get a, a girl in this game? And somebody did not check with marketing before replying <laughs> and told her that there just wasn't a market for that. Um, was his name Perlmutter by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we've checked with, I don't know how Perlmutter got is, over Is that why side. there was the Marvel slip? Uh, in the yeah. beginning of this story? So, yeah, so they, uh, yeah, so that happened. And so then the internet got a hold of that because of course it did. Right. And so now uh, they've officially announced this week that if you own the Star Wars Monopoly game, uh, you can send away and get a free Ray and all new versions of the all, all, you know exception copies. Now, are we showing an actual picture of what the the Ray figure looks we like? We are indeed. Okay, oh. they were, so they didn't give her a face, though. Well, they didn't give Finn a face, or uh, they didn't give like. I think it's something with the camera. I think there's a nose there. Like there's, Fair enough. Yeah, there's a... They're there's also a Monopoly yeah. playing pieces, so they're like, yay. Teeny tiny. Yeah. Right. Well, here's here's my, my bigger concern. I understand their concern about not being able to sell enough with, with, with it. I think the bigger problem is, who, who's still buying Monopoly? <laughs> and also, why do we have Return of the Jedi Luke here in The Force Awakens? No, I don't think it was specifically a Force Awakens Monopoly. Okay. Maybe it was. Because uh, you have, and then Darth Vader's there. Okay, yeah, you like, can't. Yeah, because you, you have even Snoke, have... but it would be like a really, like, <laughs> really creepy. faded. 
I don't know. You could have gone with Phantasm, and she just gives up halfway through. Oh, um, it was a waste of her character because she's an amazing actress. Yes, they better fix that. She shit. is. They might. We don't know. Uh, anyway, it's gonna be okay, okay, buddy. There's our hashtag. Where's Ray? Update. I know a lot of people have been asking about it. So there. All right. So that was all the that was all the stuff. Now we're strapping in for San Diego Comic Con. So there is. Here we go. Y'all oh. thought D twenty three was nuts. Oh lord. Mm. Are we doing this again? We well, it's not my fault. They put the cons back to back. Um. So I. You know. I. I so. Before we get into the details, one of the things that I think was really, I was really surprised by mm-hmm. from Marvel specifically uh, was I thought that that after the D twenty three that was going to be them showing up and that was going to be them doing their thing and they were going to step back. <laughs> yeah, no. And Marvel was like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Check <laughs> that was up. a preview. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really, truly was, and that was that was amazing. So Marvel, you know, again for those who aren't keeping up, Marvel is owned by Disney. Yes, yeah. Marvel's owned by Disney, yes. and so there was a bunch of. We, that's why we had so much. Mind. They also own Star Wars. They own basically all of my favorite things. Uh, they own us. They own us. We don't know. We haven't got a check. We're in yet. Orlando, so basically, that's yeah. true. Yeah, we're under their their sphere of influence. Uh, with like the Puerto Rico of the Disney world, <laughs> I don't know. The point here is that <laughs> we. Well, like we're. You know what? I'm gonna stand by that one. Yeah, uh, just, keep, just keep going, bud. So the, Stare into the skin. Just talk your way out. This is just keep talking your way down. And it's like whatever. I'm good. In. So we're so they so I you, well, that's why we were thinking that I, what we've seen in the past is that um, two folks have tended to do like the D23 stuff has been containing everything and then nothing showed up at San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, there's been talk of them not showing up at all at Comic Con. Exactly. Uh, apparently that that changed. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, so Dan got beat break, got the got the full breakdown here because there was no way after D twenty three I was going to do this again. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm not even going to call this a full breakdown because my head was spinning just trying to keep up with everything. Yeah, um, it was crazy. But uh, just out of the movie side, we got a new Thor Ragnarok trailer. Let's that was talk about that. Absolutely. Ridiculous and amazing. And maybe the whole movie. I don't know. I don't think so. I think they're still. Did you see? They've got to have stuff up their sleeve. It's more, like they're not yeah. Sony. We're not talking Sony here. Like there, <laughs> there's something like you know. Like Sony did their best with Spider-Man. There was, they still had some nuggets. I think that was oh, all yeah. Marvel. So we've got. I think there's a lot there. I, I'm so excited. But can we talk about his haircut? You like you're a fan, huh? And his dimples. And his him. Yeah. All of it. Uh, yeah. You're, uh, you're gonna be all right over there. Uh, what? Yes. Yeah. yes. Are you, now, are you talking about Hulk? Or, are you talking Thor about Hulk or Thor? Uh, obviously, or Loki. I mean, like, let's take him. Loki, Loki here. Loki's looking good. Yeah, it's all trained yeah. up. It's like he's in a room. I'm, I, I want like what happened there. Yeah, there's. I think he he I mean, he's gonna have to betray them. You know, Loki's got to betray him before. I was about to say I don't know, but I'm like that's how good Loki is. I don't. I, that's I true. Do, I do. Okay, so, so let's talk about the trailer for a second. So we've got uh, we've we've got a decent amount of stuff going on. We're seeing that this is not just a buddy co- buddy comedy. We're now get the full. We got like a four. There's now four of them, including yeah. uh, Loki, who's going to fight on the same side, which would be good. So I really want to see Loki fight. You know, mm-hmm. like right, not just get picked up and slammed around. Right. By- uh, Hulk. Which is going to be fun dynamic with him and Hulk together after yeah. the whole puny god thing. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so I think that piece looks really interesting to me. I liked with Valkyrie there. Uh, Valkyrie being played by nope, can't remember her name. Shouldn't have said that. Uh, right. But they. But I, I think there, there's God. This, this thing just looks so good. There's nothing about this that I don't love. And we've got Hulk talking. Yes. So so the 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 idea here is that Hulk has been on. 
this planet for a considerable amount of time, mm-hmm. and he's been as Hulk. He hasn't gone back to being Bruce Banner, right? Mm. And so he's developed the ability to talk uh, a bit more coherently. Um, and the, I got the back and forth with him and Thor sitting on the <laughs> like bed, couch, whatever that was. Um, just it's phenomenal. Like Hulk is fire. Right. Thor is water. Right. <laughs> just it's just awesome. Do, are we coming too close to Guardians of the Galaxy here? Um, no, I think we're tying it together. Yeah, I was going to say, aren't, isn't that the isn't that kind of the end game here? Yeah, because th- this is going to lead to Infinity War. Well, because we've already seen Thor crashing well, we, into the ship, and right. Well, and I think, and I still think that's how Ragnarok ends. I think Ragnarok ends with Th- with Thor yeah. hurtling through space. Yeah, I think they're going in that cosmic. That's what I've been saying is like the cosmic universe is going to be happening. So we have to get weirder and weirder. Yeah. As things. And like, well, I what I mean specifically is you've got Drax and and Hulk. Oh yeah, well, like that's. Those characters are are getting a, like very very similar at this I point. Mean, well, and th- mm. that's why Drax isn't green. And you don't have you have also <laughs> Bruce Banner too. So that uh, sure. yeah, Drax is just Drax. There, isn't, just, yeah. there isn't like that whole split personality. That duality isn't but there. But Marvel also Drax. knows what makes the money, mm-hmm. and Marvel's gonna get paid. Marvel always gonna get paid. Always, always gonna get paid. The uh, yeah. So I think everything about that one, just 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 everything about that was amazing. Yeah, that looks just great. I cannot wait for that one. Uh, what you got next? Um, Michelle Pfeiffer has been announced uh, to be in Ant Man and the Wasp, playing the like Catwoman version of the Wasp. The what? Like the mom version of the Wasp from the from the, the one that Max. went into the micro. The one yeah, that the one got into oh, microverse. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. There Her, we go. Yeah. One that was lost forever, but yeah, <laughs> down in the quantum whatever the the quantum realm, realm thing in Madrid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cosmic okay. again. Yeah, so she's the, the original wasp. Okay, there we go. Now I'm back. But yeah, that was a great. That's a great choice. Yeah, I love that casting. That's fantastic. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer is just. I mean, obviously she's she's just beautiful, but she's also an incredible actress. Yeah, and now she walks in two worlds. Uh, DC yeah. and Marvel. That has been the. We'll get Cal- that later, but that has been the trend with mm-hmm. like. Cross casting. She was Catwoman. This little oh. movie called Batman. You might have heard of. Yeah. I, well, I just, like that's so far back. I don't know. Like, I'm younger that, than you, and I remember literally the first thing I thought when I saw that. I'm like, oh, Catwoman. Yeah. That's where literally because yeah. right back there. She's the best Catwoman. She's I mean, the only Catwoman. What no, are you talking? no, no, no. Uh, no, that's right. Anne Hathaway. Oh, well, Anne Hathaway. Uh, I'm just skipping Holly Berry. But if what, you go who? back, oh, to I the, forgot who? about Holly Berry. That you go back to the the '60s version. Kit, What's it? Eartha Kit. Eartha Kit. Eartha Kit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Now, that was also a cat woman. Yeah. 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 A woman of cat. Yes. But a you woman, can't really, a woman you can't really touch the 60s movies. No, you can't. It's a whole different, whole different ballgame there. Yeah. What else we got? Let's go. Okay. So, uh, apparently, there was an exclusive trailer shown of Black Panther, but we don't get to see it, but it sounds pretty awesome. Boo. The, so, they're actually featured in this week's uh, Entertainment Weekly. They're the cover over yeah. there for the part of the San Diego Comic-Con. And the images and the stuff that they're showing out of there is just amazing. Yeah. Um, Marvel is on their game. So I have to wonder, like, Soulstone, is that going to be in this one or Thor? <sighs> a Thor. I think it's Thor. It's going to be Thor? That's yeah. going to be Thor. It's going to be Thor? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Now, he's referring to Soulstone. So the big thing that they've been doing here since the very beginning is the Infinity Stones. Uh, and there's the, the, the Mind Stone. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one stone that we have not seen yet is the Soul Stone. Yes. And so the question there is, where does the Soul Stone show up? But eventually, they'll have to go in the big yellow glove that uh, Thanos is going to run around, or the, the gauntlet, the mitt, the, the infinity club, the mitt, the pitcher mitt. Uh, so, but I think the soul, so the soul stone's the last one that's missing. So we've seen the Tesseract from the, was that first Avengers movie, right? Yep. 
uh, and then we saw like Vision's little forehead uh, piece there is the, the mind, mind stone, stone. Mm-hmm. and so you got a bunch of these. So the soul stone's the last one we're missing. Yeah, and my, I, it's got to be Thor. What are you, are you saying, Thor? Yeah, th- uh, yeah, definitely. I think it's I yeah. think it's Thor. Black Panther looks amazing. I, I can't wait. I'm, yes, absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. So oh, I'm sorry. We have to jump back. There's one of the piece around Thor that I really was supposed to mention here. What's up? The from the panels and such, they are saying that this Thor is going to have the same level of impact as Winter Soldier did on the overall Marvel Universe. Ooh. Like, it is one of those, like, humongous universe-changing huh. kind of movies. Uh, I don't know what that means or what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to try to do to react to it. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, so that was the other... I, I'm sorry, we can keep going. Well, that could play into your theory. Which one, Which theory? There's a couple of, of him them. floating through space and crashing into the... Oh, that's true. Yeah. That, that's I wonder you. if that's what we're going to do. I wonder if that's what they mean. I'm hoping they mean something a little bit more... Yeah. Well, then we can just, then we can just pull another. Uh, we figured it out. No, uh, we're so smart. We said this like we four weeks ago. SMRT. Go. <laughs> the the only thing I could really find about Infinity War is that they dropped a new poster that basically just shows that there's yeah. going to be a million characters in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, and there's still you can still find if you really want to. You can still find usually leaked a leaked footage of the trailer that they showed at D23. But yeah, I'm more than content to wait. I'm guessing we'll get a trailer with Thor. Yeah, I don't want to oh, watch yeah. the the shaky phone right. camera. With a crappy audio Knock and everybody, yeah, and everyone screaming. wooing the entire, yeah, just right. like yeah. a sea of woos, just kind of going. The whole, yeah. I kind of feel no, like no. if I'm at this, here's what they need them to do: like if they're going to play these trailers, play it once, and everybody scream and freak out through it, and then need to go back and play it again, and all of you shut up so I can watch this without being interrupted. <laughs> Be quiet. Uh, show it twice. So technically, on the Fox side of things, uh, Legion's showrunner uh, Noah Holly Holly uh-huh. um, is definitely making a Doctor Doom movie. Huh. Not a Fantastic Four movie, but a Doctor Doom movie. Will the Fantastic Four be in it? No, no, I don't believe so. so. This is like this is like Venom all over because they're again. working. They they're the next so Doctor Doom just wins. There's no one for him to. I have a plan to conquer the world. And that went pretty well, actually. <laughs> Playing Candy Crush on his phone the entire time, just like it's like someone, anyone. No Lafayette idea. Cool. What the, All right. No well, idea how that's going to work. But they've already said that they're doing a Fantastic Four movie that's going to be more like uh, kid friendly, and, and it's going to be about the the kids and Uncle Johnny and Uncle yeah. Thing. No, no, no. I want a Latvian political thriller. <laughs> <laughs> I want to deal. Well, with, that's that's your Doctor Doom movie. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Latvian. I want. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm still stuck on what Doctor Doom's going to do if there's nobody for him to fight. Just like, ask Frank Underwood right now, Doctor Doom. Just like, walk it out. <laughs> Him, just walking it. It'd be fantastic. Got it. So, I uh, yeah, um, that one just made me go, huh? We're gonna do what now? I mean, Doctor Doom's an amazing character. He's, a, he, but and they've it's never so one dimensional to me. Um, I, I just, oh man, no, but he's not because Latvia. So okay, so so very very again very brief. Latvia is the um, Doctor Doom is the legitimate ruler of Latvia. He, right. he does. It's a legitimate. Well, I mean, it, it, he it, is. They love him. Yep, they, they do. do. He is popular with this. And the classic and the classic stuff. He, I mean, he is a he is a, uh, uh, a despot. A despot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is. But he does. He enjoys a lot of popularity at home, mm-hmm. and he protects his people. And this is the thing that we talk about is like a lot of the times here, if it comes down to his plans for world domination or hurting the people of Latvia, he will protect the people even at his own expense. And you see that happen time and time again. Yeah, that tying to Black Panther the. Black Panther God actually comes to Doctor Doom in the comics. Comes to Doctor Doom saying, "I kind of agree with you here. You're the one, you should rule the world because you have the best intentions. You're the smartest guy like in the MCU. Just do it and 
fine. Like, and it's it's that's what's so cool about Doctor Doom is he's right. like and the movie could be neat, but I'm just like, or you could make him a blogger, or you can, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or like a crash test dummy just walking just, around blowing people's heads up. I, there, there's that. Just, anyway, uh, so but then so so Fantastic Four. What they said is we should make a kids movie. Yeah, great. That'll be perfect. There won't be any problems with that at all. <laughs> no. Nope. It's like, watch out, Avengers. Let's take those rights. Here's yeah. these up. Let's right here. They're just desperately holding on to them. That's okay, man. But you then, just... Captain Marvel, we'll talk about. Yeah, we that's, get, that's next. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's go into that's Captain Marvel. Scrolls. Okay, so. Okay, I can't. I'm giddy. Articulate I, yeah. words. We no, can do this, guys. Here, you, this is what I'm here for. Come on. Come on. Okay, so Captain words. Marvel. I believe in you. They have announced they haven't really got a trailer or anything else like that. But they've mm-hmm. announced that the that two major pieces here. One, that it's set in the nineties. Okay. Which has got Al's in uh, Al's attention immediately. Oh, is the entire soundtrack just goo goo dolls and matchbox twenty? Hey, That's the whole movie. There's there actually <laughs> may also be some Dave Matthews band. Some bare naked ladies. Some bare naked ladies, maybe some blues traveler. Mm-hmm. All right. This is Al's. Maybe some counting crows. Counting crows, crows some, bitch. Like in the dark turn. Counting crows in this what? Um, in the dark turn they play some Nirvana, like when things get real bad and yeah, it's yeah. like, oh it's Oh, I was saying it's a little grungy, you know, yeah, little pearl Let's do this thing, man. Sublime. Silver chair. Anyway, the point here is it's set in the 90s, uh, which then, of course, begs the question, where the hell have you been? Right. So I'm guessing um, if, we look, if we look at the Captain Marvel and her universe, I'm willing to bet that she ends up with the Kree at the end of the movie. Yeah. And she stays there for quite a while. That's my hunch, um, which makes sense because they have announced that she will be fighting the Skrulls. So the Skrulls basically look like if you imagine Captain or uh, remember the Green Goblin from the Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. If you imagine that as like an alien race, like not with the mask, like that's just what they actually yeah, look like. The just, green, their face just look like that. Yeah. Green, like yeah. evil elf green things. Yeah. Um, but here's, here's what I think. Here's what I think this means. There's, there's a couple major pieces here. One, we're continuing. We're double down, down on the cosmic here. Uh, two, the Kree versus scroll have had, they've been at war for just ever since ever. Yeah. exactly. Uh, if you wanted to do anything on, if they ever were able to finish getting some X-Men rights back into their house, if you want to do the dark Phoenix mm-hmm. properly. And for those of you who have only watched the X-Men movies, you have not seen the dark Phoenix saga. You've no. seen, and you by and by all accounts, what they're doing right now, you still won't see the dark Phoenix saga, although they're going to try it again. Um, well, and obviously they're not going to have the rights to these characters. Yes. But- well, yeah, and, that, and that's part of this piece too. But you can't do you can't do this without without having the Cree and the and all that crap that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, now we thought that that fall on that fell under uh, Fox's purview. It, it did for a while. It, it did. It had to. Right, but and apparently they regained these rights at some point. We don't There's know how. There's been some negotiation. Something's going on that we haven't heard about. So I have to wonder what else is coming down the pipeline. Right. When we get cosmic, first thing I think is well, Fantastic Four. Right. Well, maybe I, I don't think they're going to get the rights back to Fantastic Four anytime or soon. Someone. Um. But I yes. But so. But the I think the other piece of this, and here's here's my big theory. So we're going to get through Infinity War Phase One, Phase Two, and then I think after that, there's no more of that. There's no more Infinity War Phase One and Two. I know. It's just Infinity War. It's one movie. I know. Well, they got two. It's a two. There's still a two part movie. There's still right. two major movies with everybody who's ever like watched a Marvel movie is in the movies. Like I'm actually, but it's I more like Avengers role. three and four. <laughs> with your yeah. mitt, do you have your Infinity mitt? Yeah, on? just my mitt. Yeah. Like, I actually have a. I'm, I'm actually pro Thanos. Not a lot of people know that. Uh, I'm pro Thanos. So you pro Thanos and you're pro Robot Overlords. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I. You know what? You know what side I pick? The winning side. Ugh. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, also supervillain. I don't know how you're not getting this now. <laughs> the uh, but no, but here's my big here's my big prediction. Yeah, I think after they get done with these movies, they said that this is going to be the end of it, and they're going to start a whole new deal. And some folks are talking reboot, and I don't think that's accurate. What I think we're about to see is the scroll invasion. So the scroll, the secret invasion. No, more yeah, popular secret, invasion. secret invasion. Mm-hmm. So in secret inv- inv- invasion, what what happens in the comics book, the comic books, is it turns out that the scroll have been masquerading because they can shape shift. So they've been shape shifting and have taken the place of a lot of the Marvel heroes all throughout it. They're and the then, lizard people. Yes, actually, they're exactly the lizard it's people. Exactly, Basically, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they and so they don't even realize that they're agents. Some of them don't even realize they're sleeper agents. So they actually think that they are the superhero, and then oh, all no, of a what's sudden, the, what's the trigger word? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But I think that's what's going to happen. Whoa. And if they do this, <laughs> there's a chance that they blow shawarma. Uh, I was going to say, well, we know it's not shawarma. We know it's not shawarma. <laughs> that's true. Maybe that's why we <laughs> well, know it's shawarma. I'm just saying. Thank you for maybe reading my mind on that double, one, double. by the way. The, Boom. The, but I, they, they, Marvel could drop the scroll in at the uh, for for Avengers four. Mm-hmm. I hope not. I hope that they take their time. They can introduce the scroll and do some stuff with the scroll, but the secret invasion is something that does, that they can do across eight or nine or ten, just like they did with Thanos. You know, yeah. what if this whole time it's been Cap? Since that he, is one of the popular he was thawed, theories. Since he was thought, yeah, yeah. Oh man, no, yeah, Captain Marvel. Way to kill him off. Is Captain Marvel drop between the two Avengers films? Is that kind of where they're it at? Was it it's was going to? Okay. Now, they, now isn't Captain Marvel coming out after Avengers four? I believe so. Can so we, then, how are we going to know check, like on, where Captain on, Marvel on, was? I, I think it has to kind of drop in the middle, and then there's the it's reveal. Definitely, it, it can't anymore. That was the uh, that was what they were going to do. I'm looking this up right now. I think she comes in. She's introduced, I think, in one of these movies, and then gets her own, like Spider Man. Right, okay. I think so. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Uh, so that's so there. There is so much that could possibly be going on here, and I don't know what they're going to do next. But I'm incredibly excited for it, and I really, really hope that they. I just I, I don't want them to blow the scroll and the secret invasion stuff on on four. Yeah. I want them to take their time and introduce this slowly over a lot of movies because mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. really really could do it right. And Marvel has shown that it will that it can take the long that it can play the long game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to play the long game here because that would make for some really interesting stuff and something they could do across every single Marvel property well, very what's, easily. What's our timeline like up to Infinity War at this point? Because they've they've given release dates. I'm looking like for that. Rough release It's like n- November of next year, maybe? Like the Thor Ragnarok slot? It might be around there. That's what I want to say, but I'm not but sure. But I mean, like the whole the whole franchise kind of coming to its close. I think it's like they're talking 2019, so we've got maybe two more years. Here you go. I found right? <coughs> Something like that? Is that the up-to-date one? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for it here. It's very hard. I'm going to have to look this up and figure it out later. I don't want to do this to you guys right now. <laughs> but we're going to be uh, – yeah, so we're – but we're, we're, we're waiting to see – we're going to see what happens next. I'm, I'm so excited. But Captain Marvel just got infinitely more awesome. Absolutely. Uh, both – I mean, between Brie Larson, between – Okay, if this is accurate, we are getting Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War, Captain Marvel – and then Avengers Infinity War 2, but it's not really that no, anymore. No, 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 because they, right. they moved that one. Um, okay, we'll look that one up and, and figure it out a little uh-huh. later. Let's move on to the TV uh-huh. side. Uh, first up, Defenders. Uh, so Liz has not seen any of the Defenders Netflix shows, I right? have started Jessica Jones. Okay. But I haven't seen anything else. So no pun, no, uh, um, no Daredevil, no Luke no. Cage, no. no Iron Fist. How no. far into um, Jessica Jones are you? Like three episodes. It's so okay. good. No, that's fine. But, uh, but <laughs> so, so as somebody who has not seen any of those, or I mean, really has not seen a whole lot yeah. of them, 
what was your reaction to the trailer? I, I, it look. I mean, we've 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 done the trailer, the first trailer before, sure. and it looks good. It it looks it looks like it's. I mean, I'm. Wondering- I know it's getting a lot of not bad press, but I feel like it's it's not we getting had- great. There's a couple people who aren't as excited as they should be. Yeah. That's how I'll put that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it looks amazing. And it looks like, I think it's interesting to note here, you know, Iron Fist is getting um, a new showrunner. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, yes. Yes. Thank you. I was. Yeah. yeah. So Iron Fist, uh, you know, we, of course, reviewed, uh, what, do we call, what do we call that episode? The glowy hand or whatever it was, <laughs> uh, where we did our Iron Fist review. And it wasn't, it, it wasn't good. Yeah. I just, it just wasn't, it wasn't a great series. Um, yeah, I skipped that one. And they, by grabbing, <laughs> I, that one. I think like by grabbing the iron, by, by swapping out your show owner, you've now got a possibility of actually doing this and doing this right. Yeah. Right. So um, I think, but and, and so far the stuff that we've seen, the stuff that I had problems with in the, in the, um, in, in Iron Fist, I'm not seeing those problems with this actor now in yeah. the Defender show. Like you're seeing a little bit more badass. You're seeing a little bit more, like a little bit more that, that, that goofy kid vibe that you were looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's yeah. How do you all feel about so apparently in this trailer they dropped that Electra is going to be not the big bad but like you know sort of the agent that the hand it's the hand right yeah right. the yeah. big organization um, organized that wants to take over New York and all these things. Um, how do you feel about her being that? I because I was always was it Daredevil season two? It looked mm-hmm. like there was some demon thing. I was thinking Mephisto was going to come into the kind of mix there. How do you feel about it being Electra? Uh. That's kind of I expected it to be Electra. I, I did really. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was pretty clear that she wasn't actually dead. Um, mm. Like I felt like midway through season two, it's like there was this demon thing, and I'm like, is we gonna get? I was hoping they would go like. Mephist, I'm sure something will. You know, something's something going will to like, there. possess her or something like that. The problem is that I didn't really find Electra as a very compelling character. I didn't anyway. either, and that was my problem. Is like yeah, really I never this? have. No, she's just she's a little bland. Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't quite. Meh. It's fallen into the Marvel trap, like the villain. But the, the heroes look amazing. Like I love all, uh, except for one. You know, glow well, stick Sigourney man. Weaver. And oh yeah, there's that too. That's yeah. 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 Now I got Sigourney Weaver over there. Yeah. And, and I. That's your big bad. And I think, I think this could still work. I still. I mean, everything about the Defenders so far has looked good. I'm not the only thing I've had any hesitation on is exactly that. Um, I'm just not convinced that Electra is going to be a great. The action looks. I mean, the action. All these like Marvel. Like I'm always. They, they appear to be fighting in multiple hallways. <laughs> um, many hallways. There's very many hallways. Subways, it's just like one subways long hallway. Yeah, long, just long one hall. long. Yeah. It turns out the whole actually the whole Defenders series is just one long side scroller. Uh, nice. So <laughs> yeah, set it up like Contra style and hey, just went with it. To, I'm in. You're. I'm in. Oh, if it was a side yeah. scroller, yeah. wouldn't have any problem with that. Oh, I thought he was like hacking. So he's got his phone in his hand. So no, I no, no, he was, I'm like, like we some know kind of now. No, I am in for that. Guys, that I'm plan. in. <laughs> I, was, I was really excited. Like, oh my god, what are we in? Uh, <laughs> Did you get into X.com? <laughs> oh, there's still nothing. <laughs> oh well. Uh, so that's that one. The next piece there was gifted, uh, coming to us from Fox. What are we thinking? What I'm thinking feeling? like heroes done right. Right. So the premise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So the premise here is that the, you know the whole thing is like they're hunting down mutants. That's the yeah. thing that they yeah. do just all the time. Now I'm a little ignorant to this series, so are we? Are we kind of like post, very far into the future after X Men, or this, like what? What's the deal here? This, this TV show they reference X Men in the, the, the preview. The brilliant thing that this show has done right trailer? out the gate preview preview trailer. trailer. The one of the brilliant things that Gifted trailer. does right out the gate is said, "Look, I understand that all those movies exist." No, 
Because <laughs> uh, there is no god way that they're going to be able to unravel all of those X-Men movie timelines and put them into anything coherent. Yeah. So the gifted trailer, the premise here is that, you know, the hunting for mutants thing. Well, one of the main guys that hunt mutants, most of his kids turned out to be mutants. Oh, darn. Uh, the, Andy Strucker is uh, Carrie. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what I can tell basically off the preview. He becomes Carrie out of Stephen King. Uh, yeah. He's in the shower and everything bends <laughs> over and no. he comes out. Not, I, don't, I don't know if he comes out covered in blood, but, you know. There um, was the red. Right so we hit. Yeah. It, it does. Well, if you watch his powers, too, his powers mostly are him freaking out and everything breaking around him. Yeah. Um, Very so, much like what happens to me, right? Except I'm not sitting still. Apparently, there's there's apparently. lots of throwing things happening. No, yeah, you're still very active and involved in the destruction <laughs> that you that you wreak. I'm not us. a mutant. I just have anger problems. Just yeah, and violent, violent, <laughs> violent tendencies. <sighs> Good talk. Anyway, Good talk, uh, the but the so so and the sister who throws up shields. That's what she does. Yeah, agents of shields. No, <laughs> no. Uh, I was actually pretty that's proud here too. That wasn't a winner. That wasn't a good. No, wasn't no a good one. They can't no, all be winners, buddy. They, uh, but I like that they. Uh, then they've got they've got the. We talked about these before. Thunderbird, uh, which is a problematic character that they appear to have neatly sidestepped by just like I was waiting for the guy to have a feather. That's what I was like. Thunderbird yeah. is like, <laughs> is an unfortunately like lazy. No, stereotype. he just had a cool T-shirt and a tattoo. <laughs> Right, usually it's it's an American Indian character, and and normally they like basically put a feather on top of him and have him say like just horrible things. Yeah. Um. So they this time the what they look they 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 kind of step back on that one a little bit. Um. Blink looks amazing. Yeah. Got to be loving Blink. Um. Uh. uh Polaris, Polaris looks really Blink. good. Polaris is like Magneto, but not quite as badass. And um, green glowy stuff. And green glowy stuff. Yeah. So all the way around, I the, so the premise here is that no, now that his kids are mutants, everything's changed, mm-hmm. and so he and his family have to go into hiding. Um, also noteworthy, the mom for this particular family is Amy Acker, who is Fred from Angel, mm-hmm. and also from Person of Interest, although not called Fred on there. I don't know her freaking name is, <laughs> but um, she'll always be Fred. She'll just be Fred in everything. She will be, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but she's, I'm really, she's, she's wonderful, and I'm very excited for that. I have the answers to all of our MCU timeline questions. Answers. Oh. Yes. Give it to us. So Thor Ragnarok, November 3rd, 2017. Okay. Black Panther, February 16th, 2018. Okay. Avengers Infinity War, May uh, 4th, 2018. Ant-Man and the Wasp, July 6th, 2018. Captain Marvel, March 8th, 2019. And Untitled Avengers Film, May 3rd, 2019. Okay, so they did. Yeah, so 2019. Uh, okay, so they did put it between them. Okay. Oh, that tastes good. And then Spider-Man Homecoming <laughs> 2, July 5th. 2019. Okay. Pending. Hmm. Okay. So there we go. So they are sticking in between the... I really hope they don't blow the scroll of the secret evasion stuff, man. I don't want to... I'm concerned. All right. I think that's what that fourth <laughs> Avengers movie will probably be mostly. Yeah. About. Secret evasion. But that gives us like three years to build to that. That's true. But unless... Three years of disappointment. Listen. Him knowing it's unless, coming. Right. Unless, they, unless they start sneaking some scroll in. Unless they go back and watch a Winter Soldier and catch a scroll in one of the scenes... <laughs> I call bullshit. <laughs> what if what if Marvel makes Spider Man like a scroll? Just to troll Sony so hard. <laughs> they be like, he's a scroll the whole time. And Sony's like, why? And they just like run off to the bank. And then we get Miles Morales. <laughs> yeah, the real right. one. yeah, there you go. <laughs> this is the real Spider Man, you fools. Oh, that's fantastic. You fools. Uh Inhumans, they continue to do their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the only here's the only thing I want us to do with Inhumans. I, I want you you saw the trailer. The trailer looks Meh. Meh. It's a trailer. It's a trailer. But I want to, when we get to Star Trek Discovery, I want you, I want to compare and contrast because that, 
Yeah. I think there's some really interesting stuff to compare and contrast between what's happening with the Inhumans and the, what's happening with Star Trek Discovery. And that's literally the most interesting thing I can say, about, other than Ramsey Bolton is in it. Yeah. Um, Simon. A, there's hair in it, Simon. apparently. Uh, oh, boy, hair. is there hair. There's hair in it. There is. Like, I have so many opinions about there's, there's Inhumans. A, there's a wig in it. Go for it. There's that's, a bad wig. That's so what we're the, here for. Like, Marvel... Like as I said, their comics aren't doing great. Like right now, they have a couple things that are kind of doing all right. One of their like ones that is really well written and is doing awesome is um, Black Bolt, who is the king of you know the humans this entire race. It's basically those that don't know like the humans are basically Game of Thrones for you know the Marvel Cinematic Universe. People trying to vie for power and with a lot less violence, a lot less of all (laughs) of the things that we love about Game of Thrones. Right, but but with a giant dog, with a giant. um, Basically, it's. And that's what I'm so sad about is they made dire inhumans. It's enchanted. Like the minute mm-hmm. he gets zapped into New York, it's like, oh, there's a dog. Oh my gosh, what's he doing in the middle of Manhattan? I'm like, are you really gonna like fish Hong out Kong? of water? This. Are you gonna Patrick Dempsey this? I believe it was Hong Kong. No, actually. was that was that really? Yeah. Oh man, that's where. Oh no 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 no. It was Honolulu. Honolulu. Oh yeah yeah yeah. We are Honolulu. literally all over the map right. Yeah. <laughs> we've just, we've <laughs> just hit everywhere. No yeah, yeah it, it was Honolulu. Yeah, but that oh, was man. That's what I'm just. I really Black Bolt. Black Bolt is so amazing, and that it's like they took the mask off him, and I'm like, no, he has to have the mask. He has to have the the prong with little with little tune. You know, like that. It's a tune for. I was complaining about that the other day. Yeah, I was like, no. Black Bolt. See, Black Bolt's a challenging character to do because Black Bolt's whole entire ability is around his ability, inability to to speak, his inability to speak, (laughs) which works great in a comic. I don't know how that's going to translate to the live action. Mm. Yeah, I I don't know either. Um, but we see in the trailer for it, like at some point he gets hit in the gut uh, and he like ex- exhales breath mm-hmm. and cars fly. And that is supposed yeah. to be his ability. Yeah. And in the comic run, this latest one I'm talking about, it's like doing so well. He loses his power to like, he just speaks normally. It's like, well, what's going on? He has to build up to like, maybe they'll do that in the show. I hope they do that in the show because right now I'm, yeah. yeah, I love Black Bolt. And I'm just like, why? Don't, don't get your hopes up. That's why. Uh, we got a Punisher tease. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, Okay. <laughs> uh, we got this really weird, random, like, pr- like, like Netflix, Marvel Netflix fluff trailer yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and it ends with, and it's Stanley doing a voiceover and all that stuff. And that's like, great, whatever. And at the very end, Punisher walks through. I don't think that's any indication. I don't think he's in Defenders. Did he think? Do you think? Oh he no, no, knew? no he's, got a, he's got his own series, right? Yeah, but I don't think I don't think he's coming to be in Defenders. I just want to make. I know a lot of people, yeah, no, whatever, and they go back and okay. Maybe been like a weatherman thing. You didn't know he was like walking into a set, and he's just like, oh, am I here? Oh, yeah, I guess like, I'm. Oh, is he kind of like <laughs> backs out? Like, mm, I mean, he, he does look cool. He's got the iconic shirt on, mm-hmm. and he looks like a finalist. Badass. Yeah, but you don't get your you don't get your outfit for a while. That's mm. part of the rules. Uh, I'm. Danny Rand doesn't deserve his outfit yet, so he's not allowed to have it. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, the comics. Oh, they do comics at San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, At what? Comic Con. There was so much of other stuff that I decided to just grab one story about comics from Marvel and one from DC. Um, and uh, like I mentioned before, they're doing a lot more with the X Men uh, now that promoters out, and uh, they're going to be doing X Men Grand Design, which is going to take basically thirty years of continuity and put it into one story, like like a really boom. long story. Or I'm th- believing this is like a like a three or four part book. I mean, they basically have just told Phoenix Saga over and over and over again. So I guess if they just kind of yeah, I think they, I mean it's going to go obviously from. The inception of the X Men. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to get your. Really? I, I believe you're going to get your original four or five? Four. 
Five. Five. Like Jean Grey shows up first one, so that's yeah. And then you're gonna, you know, go into the Wolverine years and Storm and all that kind of thing. I think it's gonna be just like a watch it and fast forward to catch up. Yeah, <laughs> kind of gotcha. interesting. Yeah. Gotcha. I like all a right. recap because they're they're doing a lot of things with X Men right now. They're releasing a bunch of different titles. So yeah, they're trying to make money again. Yeah, X Men yeah. Legacy is doing great. That's and, apparently one of the really good books out right now. Yeah, and just a couple of weeks ago, Capcom said that they didn't put X-Men in their game because nobody remembers them. So I guess they're trying to refresh people's yeah. memories. What? Yeah. How does it remember And the new Capcom X-Men? versus uh, Street Fighter, I think. Mm. Marvel be, versus Capcom. Yeah, Marvel versus Capcom. There's going to be no X-Men. This is the same company that also what? removed Mega Man from their lineup. So I, mean, yeah. I don't know what that's... Yeah, that's like, more on Capcom and, than us. Yeah, and like, their reasoning was because comic book fans don't remember the X-Men. Logan says hello, by right. the way. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like Storm. Deadpool. He's not an X-Man, but okay. Colossus. All right, all right, all right. Oh, all right. Let's, let's keep going, because I'm not. Yeah. I'm, not, mm, I'm yeah. going to start bleeding from the ears here. <laughs> all right, let's talk DC. 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 So I'm so sorry that I did that. I want to apologize to all of our I'm listeners. I'm sorry that happened. Uh, Justice League trailer. That Justice League trailer. How did you come down on this? It's just uh, the DCEU frustrates me. Uh huh. And they put out these trailers that make it like everything's gonna be okay. I promise. Everything's fine, guys. But I just don't. I just don't believe it. I just don't believe them. I just don't believe them. I think. Look here's Jason Momoa. Everyone, everyone, be happy now. Does everybody? Anybody want to look at Jason Momoa and be like, Jason, blink twice if you need help. (laughs) I, I, I don't think Wonder Woman is the new standard. I'll put it that way. Mm. <laughs> no, 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 of course not. <laughs> uh, the question is that it looks really good, but I don't think it's circle. actually going no, what, to be. I, what we mean by that is that you know, Wonder Woman set the bar. Real, that's not going to be where the movies operate from now. Wonder oh, Woman will still. Yeah. Be, no, no, no. Yeah, no, there wasn't okay. a slave. Well, at Wonder I'm Woman. saying Wonder Woman was an outlier. I got you. Like, I got you. Okay, I thought it was just like <laughs> she's a woman, guys. Am I right? It, it really depends on how much. <laughs> no, nobody said no. that. <laughs> Don't you go get the I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I automatically assume that you guys are awful. I apologize. I love you. We are awful, but we're not <laughs> sexist. I, I wait, just wait. <laughs> you should agree that you're not sexist. Yet. Oh I no! Mean, I, I, no, I'm still. I'm still trying to answer the question about how do I feel about this trailer. Oh, you're still stuck back there. Yeah. Okay. I, I I feel like I really wish Joss Whedon had come in sooner. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You know, I would qu- have more faith. That's what the yeah. question is. Whether to, can Joss save it? I think is the real the, the big question around. And, so go, yeah, go what can um, what can Jaws do? Like how much like what wiggle room? Like the joke I had seen around was like all the red that mm-hmm. you see in the trailer, like when they're thrown down, was like basically Joss Whedon just like flipping, like you know, adjusting the TV settings. Like it right. wasn't. <laughs> we can't have any more gray. It's like <laughs> try red, see if that works better. And I'm like, was that him? Was that you know, um, Zack Snyder? I, I don't know. Like it's, it, I want it to do well because so, I love DC. Like I just I I want them to. Outside of Wonder Woman, which was amazing, I, I need more. I want that consistency. Just, how, how are you feeling? I I just really cautiously hopeful. Yeah. Apparently, at, at the panels, they were saying that this movie is made for Superman fans, and I don't believe they, them. So don't show them in your trailer. You know, is <laughs> not in it. Well, is he? Oh, yes, he is. They Obviously, couldn't even. But like when when Alfred's sitting there and he, he, oh, he, he said you'd come. <laughs> like obviously that was Superman. Well, I mean, there was obviously going to be a TIE fighter scene with the chick from Force of, like, uh, <laughs> Rogue yeah. One. That didn't happen. It's like, it, who knows with trailers? Like, yeah. could, could not. There's, look, there's only a couple options here. 
he was either talking to a lantern, <laughs> um, as in the one of the Green Lanterns, not just like an animate object yeah. sitting there. Either talking to one of the Green Lanterns, or he was talking to Superman. Yeah, one or the other, yeah. or Dark Side. I don't know that Delver would be that calm talking to Dark Side. All I'm saying is that in the in the the Justice League poster, Superman's symbol is amongst every other well, hero's yeah. symbol. So obviously he obviously he's there. Oh yeah, of course. Well, and you know what? What, what I think bugged me the most about that. I mean, I, I I'm, I'm kind of excited for the movie. I want to like it. Yeah, but I think that's the general consensus. Is everyone's kind of excited. We want to. We want to believe. But there's this there's this thing that they talked that they say in there is like Superman was like a beacon of hope and he believed in everyone and yeah. all this what stuff. What Superman? Not the one from Man of Steel. That's what I'm Not saying. Not the one from BVS. Yeah. That's what I'm what, saying. What Superman are we talking about? Yeah, you can't. If, if you're saying that this movie is for fans of that Superman, then I'm not interested. If you're saying that he, this is for fans of actual Superman, then I'm interested. But you've done nothing to indicate that. Right. Unless we're all just going to politely pretend like he was nice before. I guess that's Unless maybe we killed him off because like that guy sucked and now we're going to have like a better version yeah, of him. Yeah, maybe he'll just be reborn. Now that he's come back to life. Right. Nicer. Sure. And, I, and again, I, I, I a version that would have saved his fucking dad. <laughs> I, well, I can't stress this enough. Uh, I, the problem here is not Henry Cavill. Right. The actor is not the problem no, with this thing. Not no. at all. Um, I just Jeff Johns that. and, and Zack Snyder need to get their shit straight. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, also, in, in Justice League news, uh, ben, Affle- ben Affleck is Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck. Batfleck. Batfleck. Totally not leaving. Totally. Totally not leaving. Yay. Inside he step out of so... all. He definitely isn't looking at the door, and he definitely isn't being shoved towards that door by <laughs> DC. That's absolutely not happening. Yeah. Right. And they've been very. You've got a great link to assure us of that. There is a lot of evidence to the contrary. <laughs> uh, I, I think he's around for a little while, at least. Yeah, yeah. a little bit, a little bit. Um, yeah, I know he's definitely got a movie or two, but yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, he, he's not going to be half. around like you know Robert Downey Jr. was around. But no, yeah. no, no. Well, he hasn't no. done nearly enough cocaine to be around long. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that uh, I think that basically what what they're going to do is they're just gonna they're just gonna hang on to Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. For as long as they possibly can, and just keep every time she tries to walk towards the door, they're gonna throw piles of money at her until they distract her. <laughs> I don't know. Shiny. Seriously, I mean, they please, may have to switch to precious gems. Stay. You know, like, oh god, please stay! No, we need you so much. Here's um, five thousand puppies. They are five thousand puppies. That's a lot. Oddly of, specific. Many puppies. That's, that's, that's too many. Puppies. Seems like a lot of work. That's a lot yeah. of puppies because those are gonna turn into five thousand dogs, and yeah. that is way too many dogs. <laughs> I mean, Dalmatians, you cap out at a hundred. Who let the dogs out? No, I like mine better. Okay. <laughs> I like mine better. <laughs> Uh, moving on. So uh, apparently, the Flash movie is going to be Flashpoint in some way or shape or fashion. Yeah, which could, they could be a great way to reset this whole universe and fix everything. They're gonna do. They're gonna do the Last Stand. Yeah, like X Men: The Last Stand. When like, X Men: The Last Stand came back and said, "Hey, remember the crappy parts of what we did with X Men? Sorry, those didn't really happen. Yeah, it didn't really work for terribly long because then they released Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. But still, for that brief shining moment, um." Yeah, that would make sense. They yeah. can fix this. And I mean, they've teased it a little bit with BBS with, right. with the, the little cutscenes there with Flash. Yeah. Um, so I I have mild hopes. I really, it's a great story. I really have a hard time you're just with really, DC like, right You're now. just really whelmed <laughs> with DC. I don't, here's the thing. They haven't earned it. 
No. No, they, have, say, no, they the right time. have not earned right, it. Like, like, we talk about something like the Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion, if they do it the way, you know, if, if they actually do this thing where they start hinting at it and they do it across, like they did with Thanos, uh, the Infinity Stones, where they drag this out across nine or ten or twelve movies, they earned that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they got, and the Infinity War is the payoff to 23 films? I know, okay, I'm not defending so. how, I'm not defending how, how grave of disappointment the DCEU has been thus far. But they started so much later, and look at what they have to compete with. Then they, then they should have they should have taken their time. Yep, and, which is very true. They started and backwards, and that that's is the that is their fault. But it's kind of like that race of like, let's be as good as them, right? And do it right now. Yeah, right. Yep. And you know what happens if you try to do that? You die. DCEU. DCEU is what happens. <laughs> it's yeah. exactly what happens when you BVS and Suicide Squad. Those are what happens. Uh, they obviously learn from from having Flashpoint apparently. Yeah, come oh, in like they've learned. Hopefully, um, they also leaves. Uh, they did some exclusive Aquaman footage that we can't really talk about because we can't really see it. Um, and the Shazam movie is next on the roster, but apparently will not feature The Rock as Black Adam. So the rumor has it that they are putting. I think we talked about this previously. They're, this is very upsetting for me. They make putting, it so hard. They're making Black Adam. Uh, they're putting Black Adam in the Superman movie. Okay. Right. Wasn't that what we talked about? No, before? no, no, no. There was talking that they were going to shelf the the Shazam movie and just put Black Adam in that, just so they would have the star power of the Rock still, mm-hmm. and then maybe down the line do a Shazam movie. Now they're saying no, no, we're doing a Shazam movie, but the Rock's just not going to be in it. So are they not? This, uh, that's kind of like doing a Deadpool movie without Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, like, just, just don't worry about right. it. We're well, like, this you, is his passion project. You, yeah, and you've got no bad guy. Shazam's like number of bad guys is basically Black Adam. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I was done. That was all I was done. <laughs> and and, was and just whoever he's helping other superheroes with. Right, exactly. Like there's yeah. the, Black Adam is the only, and you have The Rock. Yeah, I heard he's been in a couple movies lately. Just he, maybe, just, maybe it's just they're going to do a, a pure origin story and not muddy it up with a, a, a big An antagonist right because there's one thing why, that would you, why would you do that why would you have plot points and a protagonist and an antagonist this and is a because it's dceu <laughs> oh, you know what this is this is the opposite of the dr doom movie i was gonna say you're so exactly the, yeah so this yeah. time like hey i found these powers hey this all went pretty well for me all right roll credits like that's it just like <laughs> yeah we're just we're just uh, evolving like a, into how it should have ended. Like, well, and, uh, that's the skipping, other thing. We're skipping everything and just going right, and right to the cafe. Yeah. Right, right. Cafe. Like, exactly. Skipping right to the cafe, and everybody's like, oh, "Actually, it went all pretty well for me." Like, and the last thing that we had heard oh, about really, this movie is doing well. The last thing that we were we had heard was that this was going to be like its own standalone thing. It was part yeah. of the ECU, but not connected right. to any of the other movies. There wasn't going to be tie-ins or anything. Uh, was, I just don't know what the hell they're doing. Nope. But I, <sighs> but the one thing they do well is the animated stuff. Yeah. So we've got uh, Gotham by Gaslight, Suicide Squad, and Death and Return of Superman are all on the slate for the uh, animated movies. Just, just amazing. Although they've already kind of done Suicide Squad, um, kind of, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gotham by Gaslight is incredibly interesting to me. I can't yeah. wait to see what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and Death of the Superman, meh. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch I, everything. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It's it's, it's got to be it's, better than the movie version, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. But tell them tell them about the other one. Where is it? Where is it? What? Where's my other one? Oh, this down there. Okay. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's under TV. There's yeah. another animated DC piece that I'm yeah. yeah insanely excited about, but I'll wait my turn. Yeah, I want to see more um, DC Elseworld, so I'm excited for the yeah Gotham by Gaslight. Mm-hmm. I just got done reading Kingdom Come, so I'm like all in the Elseworld. Nice. Like I'm like Elseworld. Right. So I'm not familiar with Elseworld. Tell us all right, a so about DC it. Elseworld is they had this line of comics for a while where they would take the characters and then put them into things outside the continuity. For instance, Kingdom Come is about when Superman. Um, it's a lot like Watchmen in that there's a deconstruction of superheroes, like Superman removes himself from, you know, humanity, a la Dr. Manhattan and Watchmen. And, um, what happens when this new crop of superheroes comes up and they're not so much heroes, they're a little reckless. They're more about fighting each other than, you know, saving anybody. And, um, but again, it's all outside the continuity. So you can really kind of tinker with the characters and it's like kind of sandbox them. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, that was one of DC's, you know, biggest strengths for a long time. And I'd love to see him kind of go back to that well. Because yes. for me, comics are, you know, not these pristine things. You kind of muddy them up a bit. So I'm hoping to see more of that. I want to, I would love to see a Kingdom Come movie. I'm not sure we're ever going to get one. But um, Gotham Ga- by Gaslight's an awesome step. I'm really excited to see what they do with it. Awesome. All right. All right. So now we got DC We're in the home TV. stretch here, folks. <laughs> not as, still not as bad as D23. So they're still making Gotham. Okay. Um, Scarecrow is going to be returning as the big bad this year, apparently. Okay, can we move on? Yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> That's a thing. CW is still going strong with... Uh, All of the DC. Yeah. So they've got Can't Arrow, it. they've got uh, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and now Black Lightning. Supergirl. And Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Lightning looks looks pretty interesting. I'm, I want to see what goes on here. Yeah, and apparently that one is not, at least at first, going to be connected to the other four. Yeah, that'll last. Anybody want to take bets on how long this one lasts? I'm going to go three episodes. I'll go five. You going five? I'll go five on that one. I go season two crossover. Ooh, Ooh, you think you'll make it a whole season? I'd say I'm going with Mm -hmm. the season. Okay, Mm -hmm. all right, Mm -hmm. all right. Um, Sci-Fi has uh, dropped a trailer for their new show Krypton, which looks just really bizarre. Yeah, really, really weird. I don't know if that's if that's the piece of the Superman story we really needed. Yeah, it's a prequel. for those yeah. who haven't been tracking this. Uh, actually, <laughs> it's a Kryptonian political thriller. Yeah. <laughs> it is, though. I think legitimately supposed to be a Kryptonian <laughs> yeah, political actually... thriller. Because you know what's really interesting about uh, Superman? The politics. Yeah, clearly. Like, that's really I what... believe it's, it's actually uh, Kal-El's grandfather that we're, we're following in this series. Neat. Hmm. Yeah. So we're, we're two generations <laughs> before the explosion. Neat's what you say when you want to be polite. Oh, Nope, I'm good. Yep. Uh, you know this is going to be? I'm going to go ahead and call this one now. This is going to be a very ham-fisted environmental warning type thing. That's mm-hmm. what they're going to... Okay. Next, they're going to give us the movie about Doc Brown before he invented time travel. Right, yeah. <laughs> Doc Brown and all his failed inventions. Yeah. You know, like... Or that it. would be amazing. Are you... Get out of here. I would watch the crap out of that. Just like sitting at a desk, yeah. tapping his panties like, <laughs> what now? Sketching now. blueprints. It's be like, Kyle's grandfather like, what now? What now? This doomsday thing I have on my desk sounds pretty cool. Let's work on that a little bit. And then, <laughs> then we gonna, get BBS. Can we follow him to a three o'clock meeting where he walks through some of the opportunities that he sees? That'd be great. <laughs> All right, hit him with Young Justice, bud. Okay, so let me tell you a story. A long time ago, there was an animated series called uh, Teen Titans, and it was one of the greatest animated superhero things just of all time. Like, outside of Batman, the animated series, I don't think I've seen another animated superhero that that was as just amazingly awesome as Teen Titans. And yes, I'm including the 90s X-Men, because I know somebody is asking. How dare you? 90s X-Men Wolverine was my first love. Gene. It was the 90s version of Martha. So, uh, and I don't understand, as a, as a self-proclaimed feminist, you clearly have not gone back and watched 
the 90s X-Men because it involved some incredibly powerful <laughs> female characters going, ah! <laughs> And falling out of the sky to be caught by either Wolverine or Beast over and over and yeah. over again. And Cyclops yelling, Gene! And then and then uh, Wolverine yelling, Gene! And then Gambit yelling, sure! Right. They actually, I actually heard a very convincing rumor mm-hmm. that they actually only recorded, that Gambit only recorded like 12 lines that they just repurposed over yeah. and over and over again. Okay, yeah. new spinoff idea. You two do an episode by episode breakdown of the 90s X-Men cartoon. Because that, that was the best thing that I think has ever happened on the show. <laughs> Don't forget uh, 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 Professor Xavier's oddly effeminate cry. Yes. <laughs> it was... 90, I mean, don't get me wrong. I went back recently and watched all of the 90s X-Men. Just all of them. And they were still a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> They don't age Just well. Just for different reasons. Right. They don't yeah. age They don't age terribly well. It's actually the most accurate version of the Dark Phoenix saga that has ever been done outside of yeah. the comic book. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because 90s X-Men don't give a shit. <laughs> so they're like, and by the way, aliens, and look, a crystal. And that's how that went down. What? Um, so Fight me. Exactly. Anyway, so Teen Titans came out, and it was amazing. And mm-hmm. they had a great run, and they wrapped up, and it was phenomenal. And then they made this piece of shit called Teen Titans Go, which is disgusting. And if your children watch it, you're a bad parent. <laughs> and oh, then, I'm a bad parent. Uh-oh. You're probably not. That's not why you're a bad parent. Um, but then they dropped this series called Young Justice. And Young Justice took all of the badassery of, of, of Batman the Animated Series and all the badassery of Teen Titans and combined it into one beautiful, just amazing story. And, the and young, they canceled it after two years. They, yeah, after two seasons, they canceled it. Uh, I'm assuming because Fox. It has yeah, because to be. what happens to things that we love on Fox? Right. Fox goes through and says they actually gave us two it seasons. Was on Fox? I don't know. I just assume it was Fox. They because probably just had their hands meddling in it somehow. Right. Cartoon Network. On Fox. Yeah. It was Cartoon, Cartoon Network. It was Cartoon Network. Yeah, and they had Slate. Is Cartoon Network owned by Fox? Or did maybe Cartoon Network hire a Fox executive? Uh, or it's also beautiful it's, it's and just had be, to kill it. It's Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah. They're terrible, too. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, anyway, so the two seasons, and they can't, it was a beautiful and amazing. So they were finally getting uh, a season three. Yes. Yay. So um, I am with the uniforms. Apparently, I don't give a shit about the uniforms. That was not. <laughs> if, if people, if if they cancel Young Justice because they were like these uniforms just aren't working, <laughs> then I'm certain that somebody got a Fox executive over at Warner Brothers. <laughs> like, and there's women, said Pearl Butter, and they canceled it at all. Uh, but that's the one with Aqualad, right? Yes. And it's just aqua lots of what, but the 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 show is is brilliant and it's fantastic and and I am I am a, I am too excited actually I am I am <laughs> too, too excited. excited I'm gonna need you I to should, take a knee I'm gonna need I need to take both knees I'm gonna need you to take both I don't, knees I don't know if that works I feel like that got weird mm. let's move on uh, is that all of them Yep and in the comic side on DC the thing that I was most excited about was Frank Miller doing Superman Year One Ooh. yeah now. Huh. Batman Year One mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then here's what they're gonna yeah. do: they're gonna make Superman Year One, and then in a couple of years they're gonna drop a, a series that they're gonna call Metropolis, and they're gonna follow not Superman, mm-hmm. but like I don't know uh, who's the head of what's the name of the guy the head of the paper Perry Perry. <laughs> they're gonna follow Perry White around, yeah, and that's gonna be what the show's based on. And all of the Superman villains will show up, but like in really crappy versions. Like a five-minute scene of him hiring Jimmy Olsen, right? Yeah. Right, right. And then Jimmy's rise, mm-hmm. more or less. Mm-hmm. And and you know, for some reason, Lex Luthor will work at the paper because uh, that's what they're gonna do here. 
Nah. So that was San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, thanks to Dan for doing that full breakdown. Oh, that's not oh. everything. Well, oh, my God. That's just oh, your fault. Oh, oh, that was another page. All of the important things you are fool. on the last page. Yeah. Okay. You fool. All right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Let's go. All right. So on the movie side, we have... Uh, did everybody see the Kingsman trailer? Yes. Because yes. that looks amazing. It does. With the oh, Statesman. God. It does, he says hesitantly. Yeah. Did you watch the first one? Oh, yeah. I really okay. enjoyed the first one. Yeah. I'm annoyed that they brought back... They brought him back. Huh. They don't... like. That was a really cool thing that they did, and to bring it back is kind of a cop-out. I'm assuming they killed him off because they thought, there's no way we're going to make... I can't believe they gave us, let us make one movie. There's no way in hell we're going to make a, a sequel. Oh, we get a sequel? We better get him back because we're going to need him mm. to be able to... We're referring to Colin Firth. Speaking, Spoilers? Speaking of universes, there is a universe in which Matthew Vaughn never left X-Men, and we have all these great X-Men films because like these feel like what yeah. those should be. These are incredible. like The style, just the action. Insanity. Like, it's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, this, I can't wait. The, the, well, this is, feels more like that. I, 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 these things to me feel like a, a, a modern take on the 60s era Bond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just insane and fun, but nonsensical at points. Because uh, who cares? Hey, Al, are you excited about Ready Player One? Not as excited as I think a lot of other people are. Hmm. I, here's the thing. So Ready Player One is a book by uh, a man named Ernest Klein. And it is probably one of the best collections of pop culture put into novel form. Um, if fan service became a book, it would become Ready Player One. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, that's not to say that it wasn't a great book. I enjoyed it immensely. Uh, but I don't think I'm as stoked about the movie as everybody else is. See, here's my issue with it is I feel like Warner, this is Warner Brothers. Um, they looked at the Lego Batman movie and said, what everyone love about the Lego Batman movie? What about the part where, spoiler alert for Lego Batman, like we took all of our characters and just threw them in a movie. Mm-hmm. Let's just do a whole movie of that, and it's mm-hmm. going to be Ready Player One. And that's what this trailer was, and that's not what the book was at all. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't put in any major plot points from the book into that trailer. So I feel like when people are going to be like, okay, so it's geek stuff? Like, if I haven't read the books, I have no idea what this is about. Yeah, That's actually one of the big things. I took no idea. Too. That there was me. That was me. Yeah, yep. like what yeah, is this about? Same. I watched this trailer and I was like, there's now, a lot of there's a lot of stuff happening." Mm-hmm. Now I now now I need now I need to come at this from the other side though. Yeah, um, this uh, Ready Player One is a, an amazingly fun read. It is a lot of fun, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 Spielberg is directing. Okay, and this as I read this book, I thought to myself, "This would make an amazing movie," but only if Spielberg directed it. And to see that actually happening is phenomenal. I mean, the Ready Player One is in a lot of ways an homage to Spielberg and his work and his influence, particularly through the 80s, and specifically through the 80s. Yeah. Um, although, uh, uh, that, with an interview that I read, Spielberg is actually removing all, of refer- all references to him and his work from the movie because hmm. it feels a little weird to make to take a, a film that's about an homage to fan service to your thing and, and turning around and doing that. So... Um, that part, I think, is a little weird, but I think it's still going to work fine. The movie itself, the idea here is that everybody, the world has gone to hell, and everybody's living inside of a virtual reality machine, because why the hell else would you... Well, I mean, you saw up from the trailers, like, this guy's not living a great life. Yeah. Right. Uh, and he's living... I mean, you know, you're living in a trailer, uh, a trailer that sits on top of 57 other trailers, 
Um, that's just not, that's not, that's nobody's dream. That's not ideal. Um, no, I mean, there's nothing wrong with living in a trailer, but you definitely don't want to be on top of 57 other trailers. We didn't put trailer on top of 57 other trailers as one of the places you could end up when we were playing MASH when we were children. That's true. (laughs) That's true. Although maybe, maybe we're being narrow minded, you know? Maybe. Uh, but anyway, so there is built into this game, built built into this giant virtual reality experience. There is a, uh, a secret code that somebody has left and you have to know all of these 80s references. And so the main character, uh, is I mean, and it's been it's been sitting there for like a dozen years, and nobody ever found even the first piece. It became a myth, and then this kid finds it, and it picks up from there. And what happens next, and all this stuff. None of that. I didn't even see anything that I recognized, aside from the bit with the key at the very end, was yeah. the only thing that was even a reference to anything in the book. However, this movie is still going to be insanely fun. Yeah. And yeah. Ernest Klein had a role in writing the screenplay, so that's why I have faith in it. Like I don't put it on him. Like the trailer was a little, you know, sort of. Um, ambiguous, but I think it's going to be a really good movie, and I I want to see the next trailer. I want to see the movie. I really think it was the thing, and I think I think this trailer was this trailer was for people who have read the books and who understand the the plot and the world that he built, and he built an amazing world um, with some phenomenal characters. So I think that this was an that this was this was fan service for people who read the books and are interested in it. Yeah, and if you haven't read Ready Player One, folks, you should read Ready Player One. Assuming really you're good. over the age of about twenty seven. I think it's probably how old are you? Just turned twenty nine. Twenty. Okay, yeah, yeah. But twenty seven or older, and you'll, or if you're a fan of eighties culture, you're gonna love the book. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're sixteen and listening to the show, don't. You're just not. I don't know. I don't think you're gonna get it. Unless man. you're like really into vintage things. True. That's also. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> the eighties uh, are vintage now, guys. I don't know if you know that. Right. <laughs> Holy crap! Yes. Wait. What? You po- okay? Bright. We can't. The other yes. side of the table would like to know what you're pointing at. Bright, bright, oh. bright. Oh, I thought he just said right. Never mind. Go no, on. I said bright. Move along. Bright. Yes, bright looks very good. <laughs> yeah. So what did you? So so you had had you seen the trailer for this? The first trailer for this? No, okay, no, so, I had not seen the first trailer, but I have so what, seen the second trailer now. So what was your impression? What was your impression of watching this? Um. Uh, oh. I don't. I, I don't know. I folks, we're looking for a new co-host and a new producer. <laughs> So, no, I love you know, the Princess Bride. I love the Princess Bride. It's my favorite movie. Please don't fire me. I need this. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I don't have any friends. That's oh, you've probably got like three. Yeah, they're in this room. No, <laughs> anyway, Bright is, looks amazing. Um, you don't. You, you just you didn't. No, it does look good. It does look. It does look. It entertain. I just. I just. I don't have a background on it. It's. It's new to me. A lot of these mm-hmm. things are very new to me, so I'll we'll see. This is new to everyone. We'll There's see. no source material in this. Oh, this okay. Is well, just, then, yeah. okay. Well, then there you go. Yeah, new creation. Okay. You know what this really struck me as? Um, was it the episode before? Before that, you were talking about what Disney's doing with like suburban magical America. Yes. It really yeah. struck yeah, yeah, me yeah. as that, but like darker. And then my first thought watching this is, um, District Thirteen. Like yeah. It's sort of hyper real, like everything's right. kind of all together and yeah. it's weird, but it's normal. And then there's a magic wand in it. So it, to me, it struck me as like District 13 meets Harry Potter. And I'm like, I'm interested to see how it is. Like if it's, it feels like more polished Blancamp. And I'm like, I want to see what they do with it. And it is Will Smith. And yeah. he's, he's Will Smith. It, it, yeah, so. Will, Smith, Will Smith is playing himself. The thing that concerns me about this is this is Will Smith and David Ayer the same team that brought us suicide squad oh that's not the most yeah con- not yeah 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 that's not 
warm and, uh, and fuzzy for me. <laughs> and the last, and so this is a, this is a movie going directly to Netflix. Netflix has produced this, yeah. which and the last the last movie that I the big one that they dropped with a with an A list celebrity like this was War Machine with Brad Pitt, but it did not have this. Uh, advertising campaign behind no. it. True. Okay. No. True. No, I think too. the only thing I ever saw about War Machine yeah. was uh like a like I got the email from Netflix like hey this is new. Right. Yeah. So yeah. this is actually getting insane, good press, which is exciting. Brad Pitt like you, Right? You would think that yeah. they would be more Of course into I still that. I mean I've been wanting to watch it and it's still sitting in my queue. So yeah. apparently no, I think no. they knew kind of what they had. It's kind of like we'll let this one kind of just kind of I think this might be this looks I think this is I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm about straight. This one. I'm straight up optimistic. Yeah. I think this is going to be. I think this one. You may have to be a little deeper down the nerd rabbit hole. You have to like the elves and dwarves and whatever. But I love. I love this kind of stuff. I love this kind of fusion. I don't know if it's deeper stuff. down the rabbit hole. I just think it's a different. It's a different because I like elves and dwarves and stuff. That's kind of my nerd. Okay. Well, I guess maybe my particular section of the rabbit hole. I don't mm. know. I, I do love the idea of like a wand, like just being, a, as they say in the trailer, like a nuclear weapon that can grant wishes. I'm like, that's just fascinating. Like you never yeah. think about that. It's like, yeah, this is the thing that just rules everything. Yeah. Right. Like, and you, it's in that real grounded environment. I'm like, that's right. Pretty cool. And yeah. I think they're gonna do. They're gonna do a lot of. I think they're gonna do. It's pretty, pretty clear. Do a lot of social commentary through here too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he even describes them as the races. So right. In case you were wondering if there was gonna be. Any of subtle uh, <laughs> look at no, it won't be subtle. It'll be that that fairy lives. Fairy, fairy, fairy lives don't fairy matter lives today. Don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just like, like, ooh, that was that, that's yeah. quick. You're setting the tone right now. Yeah, yeah. Sup. Sup. Uh, anyway, I'm terribly excited for Bright. I'm I'm really I'm 100 stoked. Uh, what we got next? Well, well, there was this little thing that happened. <laughs> teeny tiny itty bitty they announced that they were going to do a, a 20th anniversary panel for stargate sg1 and they said and big news and everybody was like okay there's going to be like a blu-ray release or something right as as you do we're getting new stargate he's so cute when he's excited i can't wait <laughs> he is he's pretty he's pretty excited about yeah. this. so okay there there's a new website that they launched called stargate command and right now all you can do is go up and sign in for their newsletter basically mm-hmm. uh but this is going to be a, a site that they're going to stream 10 mini webisodes basically of a, a show called stargate origins which is going to be centered around uh Catherine langford whose dad found the Stargate in 1928. Okay. And there's either going to be some redconning going on, or we're going to find out that she had a memory wipe or something, because it sounds like she's going through the gate. Which which is not uh, part canon. of the normal... No, that's not canon currently. Yeah. yeah, her fiance went through and got stuck on the other side, and that's pretty much all that she ever, ever experienced until Daniel unlocked the code mm-hmm. um, in the movie. So uh, this is going to be her adventures through the gate, and I, I just can't wait to see what they do with it. But here's what this is to me: is this is them saying, "Hey guys, is anybody out there? Are you interested? Because if you're <laughs> interested, we can do more of this." Yeah. Before we lose the rights. <laughs> 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 so MGM's throwing it out there, and uh, yeah, I'm on board. Um, it sounds like the, what they're probably going to try to do is pull the rights from Hulu. And have all of the Stargate content streaming on this site. It's mm-hmm. there's going to be some stuff that's behind a paywall and some stuff that isn't. They haven't announced what's what yet, but stay tuned. Uh, and of course, for a much more thorough breakdown of all of that, you should check out uh, our very good friends over at There's No Place Like Terra. Yes, uh, Nixie and Grace. 
As soon as we saw this, I, I, I sent this to them. Yeah. And they were like, uh, Nix's response was, holy crap, I never thought we'd be doing current events on our podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're, yeah, so if, you, if you're a Stargate fan at all, uh, you should already be listening to There's, There's No Place Like Terra. So, so just in the last few months, we've had both the announcement that we're getting a comic book to wrap up Atlantis, and now we're getting a prequel on the webisodes. There's definitely a resurgence coming for Stargate. In Atlanta, I thought they were doing the comic to wrap happier. up. I thought they were wrapping up SGU. Oh, I'm sorry, SGU. Okay, sorry, I just got to. I, I'm That's just okay. too excited. I'm too, I'm ahead of myself. That's Do you okay. think they're listening to you? I hope specifically? so. Specifically, they're like you know this Dan guy. Yeah, they we should. really need to give him what he wants. <sighs> Oh my god, is that happening? Can we do that? Can we make another thing? Can people give me what I want? <laughs> oh, I wish. Yeah? Well, anyway. Uh, what else we, we got next? Let's see here. The Orville. Um, they dropped a new trailer. I don't, we're, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time here. It just, there's, there's more stuff here. I'm not like, the biggest Seth MacFarlane fan, yeah. but this thing just keeps winning me over. It yeah. looks, it looks like it's going to be very entertaining. Yeah. I mean, as a Trekkie, I don't know, maybe, maybe you have to be a Trekkie to, to, to fully nerd out on this one, yeah. but. I just, it was awesome. I, I like when they're pulling up to the new ship and he's like, oh my God, isn't it beautiful? And the other guy's like, yeah, man, just draw, like paint a dragon on the side. It's like <laughs> flames into a rainbow and a unicorn. Yeah, no, that'd be, yeah, it was, I mean, it was Yeah, the man knows spoof. He did Star Wars spoofs all these times with Family Guy. So mm-hmm. it's like, he's probably going to nail this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he, uh, yeah. he knows his stuff. And I'm, 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 I'm pretty excited for it. I still am. I just, okay. Uh, what do you want to do? Which, which one do you go next? Up to you. Um, Okay, uh, Westworld season two, yeah, dropped a trailer. Um, there's not. I mean, they don't give us too much to work with here. I they gave us the, a tiger. They gave us they gave a us, tiger. They gave us a dead tiger for a moment. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, that tells me something. So that's neat. What does that tell you? Well, we got teased last year with Samurai World. Oh, okay. So, so the, that would imply that there is an Asian section to the park. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. where that tiger that, okay. could have come from. So maybe the barriers between the sections are falling. Okay, that actually makes more sense. Okay, now, now you're I'm, making me a little bit more interested in the show. Yeah. Maybe I'll go back and watch it's so good. the it's, rest of season one. It was, it was, dude, yeah. Oh Did, my god. It, now, is it one of these shows though that you have to like? Suffer through the first couple episodes. In it's order a slow. For it to, it's a slow burn. I don't like slow burns. I mean, I mean, I I liked it right off the bat. Okay, but it gets intense. Let's say four episodes in. Yeah, yeah. You got. I guess the thing was that there's the first few episodes for me were just so much of like what's going on, and I'm, it, there's a lot of world building. I don't like being confused. Now you I need world building for that. And I, I haven't seen Westworld. Uh huh. Um, what exactly is the conceit of Westworld? What is so they all about? They've they've developed the world's most amazing theme park, uh, 100 percent immersive, and so there's a bunch of robots that look and act and interact like humans. Uh, and you can basically go in there and do whatever you want to them. As you do. No, no consequence. Right. It's, it's, so they've got special guns where if you shoot a robot, it's going to bleed and it looks like it's going to die, basically. Yeah. If the robot shoots you, it feels like getting hit by a paintball, basically. Yeah. Do the robots come back? Yeah. They, they, yeah, they, robots. They, yeah That's the, neat. The maintenance people take them back and clean them up and put them right back out the next day. Unless they fall down the stairs. Um, Once, well, actually, no, no, no. They get put back into the park after their narrative is through. Right. So they each have a narrative and a storyline and all this other. So you're not going to run into that guy that you killed three days ago before you leave. That that character won't be put back into that storyline. Yeah. So it's a and it's a and then it's a whole you know AI and you know what happens? They become self aware and. A bunch of other stuff that kind of goes along through that, right? Yeah. Um, so, and it was I loved I loved Westworld. Yeah, um, it was definitely my bag all the way through. It's uh, it, it's definitely a what what's the uh, 
what is consciousness? What is reality? What is mm-hmm. life? Right. Kind of right, a right. thing. And it was, it was interesting too, because I think this, the choice for Sinatra. Yeah. Uh, the Sinatra song was, was, I get what they were doing with it. It's fitting with what they did last year. Uh, yeah, I guess it was, it felt a little weird. Um, and actually I, you, you contrast this by the way with ready player one's trailer using pure imagination mm-hmm. from, yeah. uh, the original, uh, uh, cho- chocolate factory, along with the chocolate factory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, excuse me. And it, it, both of them, I, I feel like that one worked so perfectly there, and this one felt a little weird, a little forced. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't love the music. Okay. The, you know. uh, but Dolores looks like a badass. Yes. And the man in black is coming back. That's yes. what we figured, found out. That um, and the tiger. And, and the tiger. All right, so let's keep going here. You want to do Doctor Who? There wasn't, um, really much there. there wasn't a lot for Doctor Who. Uh, we know that we're going to get the first doctor in the, uh, Christmas special and uh, a, a regeneration, obviously. Yeah, so. which is which is exciting. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested to see what goes on there. Um, Stranger Things dropped its new trailer. Mm-hmm. We're coming down here. We got three which, left. It looks very spooky, but it looks kind of good. So so spooky. I'm gonna do it, guys. Oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna do it. It's gonna be real scary. It's gonna be real hard for me. You gotta my, go back. My and- wife loves two things more than anything in this world. Um, one of them is Stranger Things. The other is Michael Jackson. This trailer had both. Oh my god! Did she freak out she, all the way? Oh, it was full on uh, nerd tears. <laughs> it was just the purest of all the tears. Screaming and bawling. <laughs> oh my god! When when she saw Eleven's face, yeah, um, she lost it. I think if you have you guys haven't checked out Stranger Things, you really need to. I mean, if, if you can. You could do with a scare. I don't like being scared, and Stranger Things was kind of hard to watch at points because I don't really don't like being scared. But it was just too good. But did you power through it? Could you? I did. You could do it. I did. I, and I mean, it's I, not gory scary either. It's no, it's it's creepy scary. It's yeah. the worst yeah. kind of scary. Yeah, I know it's, yeah. yeah, it's that real deep thrill, like yeah. thriller suspense. Like it's the kind that stays with you. Yeah, and so that you don't, cry like, a little bit in bed next to your wife. Oh, just, um, but the nostalgia. I mean, it's an example. The, just everything else about it just completely hypothetical just, situation you know, <laughs> makes it work and it just a, makes it work and it's so the well. innocence of the kids there you know because yes. like, you're following them and you're living through them it's actually like, their stakes it's actually more important yeah. that they're not terrible child actors that's yeah, really don't, I, I, don't if, if you watch it don't get tired of seeing these kids because you're going to see them a lot try not to like for the next 30 years uh walking dead dropped this new trailer is there anybody actively watch any of you guys actually no watching? i'm so over it here's I'm the thing. so over it i'm so done here's here's the thing I gave up on um, I gave up on it, but I have to come back and tell you that I that I watched this trailer, and I think I may have to go back and start and pick back up Walking Dead. Uh-oh. Really? Partly because one of us probably should. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Oh my God. We're but <laughs> I I didn't well here's look the thing is good. that I came I came into Walking Dead just way after the rest of the world, like literally a year ago. Oh. I moved into my apartment and I didn't have cable for the first couple of days, and I had the first season on DVD. And I watched it in literally one night. And yeah. I was just like, Jeez. oh, I get it. And then I was like, well, Walking Dead is my life now. And I might have overdone it. <laughs> it's possible. And so. How far did you make it before you, get, before you tapped out? I got all the way through until season seven. And I haven't watched season seven because I, mm. it's not on Netflix. Misery porn. <laughs> misery porn is what I've, I've heard it described as and it, yeah. does, it does just appear to want to make their characters suffer yeah it's, just, it's gotten there it is but I'm, there. which is why I gave up but I think I may I may go back like a whatever uh, so last piece we've got to cover here and mm-hmm. I'm so we saved it for last for a reason I'm so surprised to be saying this Star Trek Discovery looks amazing oh 
So I have been dogging Star Trek Discovery so hard from the beginning. Um, but this damn trailer just got me. It confuses the crap out of me. Yes. I mean, they why why do you make a show that is by far the most technologically advanced looking version of this story that mm. we've seen and make it a prequel? I uh, I don't know. And there's still problems here. I'm not saying that there's not problems here. But when you look at the quality of what they put out mm-hmm. and you compare it as an example, we talked about in humans, mm-hmm. you compare it to the trailer. Watch those two trailers. One of them looks like an ABC series that they're going to film with fancy cameras and try to convince you to go pay money to go see in a theater <laughs> and it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Um the other one looks a movie quality. It looks HBO quality. It looks yeah. like the type of thing that I would pay money to see. Uh-oh. I'm pay, not. Pay money to see? I know. I know. Uh, uh, I like, don't think. Like through the app? I don't, I don't think I can. I don't no. know. I don't know. But this thing I, looks. I know what's going to happen. This thing looks phenomenal. You're going to do it. He's going to do I it. I hope not. Because they're putting, what, the first episode or t- is it two episodes? First episode doing? or so. Yeah, I don't know. He's going to have one too many hard root beers one night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's going to be scrolling around. Uh-huh. Wife's, oh, wife's... No, wait, wait. What was, that, what was that beer that you like? The Bonine over yeah. Bogans. Oh, yeah. He's going to have one too many of those. One mm-hmm. too many Bonines. And uh, my wife's going to come out to find me late at night. Uh, like, what are you watching there? Nothing. No, I, no. I, I paid, Don't look at me. Any presents CBS All Access. <laughs> I paid for it. Um, I don't want to. I really don't. But I, damn, this looks good. Yeah. I just wish they would have said it in the future, and they didn't need to use Klingons. You could have swapped out Klingons for some other new alien race. Did they use Klingons? Technically, I mean that's Actually, the calling them. I think what's interesting here is that they. Here's what I've decided they're doing. I think what they what eventually we decided we're doing is that they've just decided that not all Klingons look alike, which mm-hmm. is a pretty bold choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Since they've you know Star Trek has been so progressive on the human side, like we have we have we have blacks and whites and we have you know all these really progressive stuff, but all of the aliens look exactly the same. <laughs> uh, there's no coloration differences. There's no everybody. Well, yeah, they all look the same to humans. They right? all look the same, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I mean I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Just up is down, black is white, dogs right, I got, and cats I got, are living together. I got five bucks on him paying for it. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm with you. I paid for stars so I could watch American Gods, and I still feel dirty about it. <laughs> Although American Gods was really good. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. <sighs> we so there did it, it. Goodness gracious. Let's. Yay. That was all of it, folks. Uh, I promise we'll go back to normal stuff after this, but we there's just, there's just too much here. So you can check out all the trailers that we referenced as available on Facebook. Uh, we started dropping them on yesterday. Monday? On yesterday. Uh, on yesterday. Monday. So Monday through Wednesday. Right, because this isn't live. Right. So Monday through Wednesday, they'll all be dropped there. So by yep. the time you listen to this, all of the trailers we referenced will be there, and there will be the Comic-Con versions of those trailers, especially if you're looking at something like... Uh, 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 Ah, blanked out in humans. Uh, you might there's there's non comic and, and actually uh, the gifted for Fox as well. There's non Comic Con trailers that can be kind of confusing as to which one you're watching. The yeah. Orville was like that too. So um, you can find all of those listed on there. And uh, let's get into. So, oh wait, you want to announce the winner of the gift contest? Oh, so the so the gift contest uh, for anyone who didn't see it on Facebook today, the gift contest was exclusively for me. I wanted you to post your reaction to the Thor Ragnarok trailer and i wanted you to play to your judge and big props to nix 
from our friends over at There's No Place Like Tara mm-hmm. because she truly gets my soul. So uh so Nix is the winner of our gift contest with her with her Firefly with her Firefly gift. I'll be in my bunk. I'll be in my bunk. Uh yeah, that's <laughs> actually what she says every time we played the Thor trailer here too. I don't, it was weird, we all had to leave. It was all it was awkward. Everyone get out. Um so yeah, that was so there's that. And now and now the portion of the show where we let Liz share. I'm I'm actually even not thrilled about this one. So she's She's, so Liz's mom, we allow Liz's mom to do one joke because she backs her Patreon at $20 oh. a month. Liz's and that's mom is going on. Uh, so go ahead and share your corny joke. It's not even corny. This is like, this is like raunchy, like raunchy. Well, good. Maybe it'll be better. Mom then. humor. Mom, mom, uh, raunchy mom oh, no, humor? it's still a pun. Oh. So this week's joke brought to you by Liz's mom is my girlfriend tried to make me have sex with her on the hood of her Honda Civic. But if I'm going to have sex with anyone, it's going to be on my own accord. For 20 bucks a month, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. For 20 bucks a month, I'll do it. Uh, so Mom, that one was really embarrassing. Don't ever send me anything like that again. That's that's <laughs> sure. Let's get into some shameless plugs. I'm going first uh, for shameless plugs. I actually Hit so. It. So I have to read these books to my kid, and we've got these two, these five minute Star Wars books and these five minute uh, uh, Marvel stories. Mm-hmm. Like for my kids, like four, so we read these stories, and 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 they're terribly written. <laughs> they are just they're so like like the poor uh, Scott, who is a professional writer by trade, would literally vomit on these books <laughs> if he were forced to read them. Um, and so as I've been doing that, and I was thinking about the mom, I. My mom is an author and a good one. <laughs> and it kills me that somebody got paid to write that crap and wasted a Spider-Man storybook storyline for my kid with a terrible terrible writing. So, um, So this isn't a shameless plug. This is like a shameless burn? No, actually it's a shameless plug for my mom, JL Mo. Oh, okay. Who does There it is. Phenomenal. She's really this really really great uh series of of mysteries, the short story mysteries uh and they're 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 called the McShane mysteries and they're phenomenal. And you should check them out because they're good writing. They're good writing, not like that crap. Uh, you can get to them off of uh, their Kindle ebooks, and they're also all jlmo247.com. You can get to all of them from there, and they're like ninety nine cents each. Like they're 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 short. They're like five chapters long. They're really good stuff, and the McShane character is really interesting. So uh, even if she wasn't my mom, I would still plug them. That's how that's how fond of them I are. Also here on F- how fond of them I are. <laughs> how fond of them I am. Uh, as, as you're talking about your mother, the author, right? Like I know how I can't stand bad writing, and then I speak like an idiot. Uh, the other things I needed to mention here: um, honorable mention to Ducktales, just awesome stuff dropping with Ducktales. Yes, Darkwing Duck is going to be in it, and Psych the movie. Mm-hmm. Yay! Just fucking yeah. awesome. Just I don't care. Psych the movie is coming, and I am very excited. So those are mine. Uh, Scott, you want to do? All right. Um, shout out to the Orlando Weekly. Um, I do a lot of their nightlife and um, arts and culture writing over there. So go and check them out. If you want something to do um, some point in the Orlando area, they're the place to go. Uh, second shout out, Peach Valley Cafe. Um, I could do breakfast all day, every day. <laughs> Eggs are it. It's a conveyor of hot sauce, so it's the perfect <laughs> thing, you know. But, like, they got this thing. So they do Benedict's, boring little Benedict's. But they also have this thing called... The Philly Beef Benedict. So it's you got your croissant, you got your Benedict, but here's the Shyamalan of it. There's Philly steak on it with onions and peppers and mushrooms. So it's like a Benedict in disguise. 
as a Philly stick sandwich. I don't know if you know this about me, but I am a white girl and I do love me some bennies. Some, some bennies. This, who, this, this bennies. Who doesn't? <laughs> I am neither white nor a girl, and I'm still down on some bennies. I, it's well, we're not one. talking about Cumberbatch. Oh, then never mind. Uh, there we go. I'm, I'm back out. Like, this is the one sandwich I'm not ashamed to take a fork and knife to. So Whoa. they got multiple locations. You want to visit them in Lake Mary. They got one on South Orlando, South Orange in Orlando. Go check them out. Grab yourself a beef Benny. You won't be disappointed. It's good stuff. Uh, before I let you guys do it, I actually have a haha ha L's dumb. So <gasps> oh boy. these are guys... my favorite. We haven't done one in so long. I uh, know. I forgot all about this. So uh, it was Justice League. We talked about Justice League last week. I yeah. referenced the uh, that uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon was uh, played by Gary Oldman. Yeah, and you were like super wrong. I was super wrong. The most wrong. Yeah, it was actually J.K. Simmons. Yeah, not not uh, not Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman was from did did play Commissioner did play, Gordon, yes. but in the Nolan verse, right. I didn't want to question you um, because J.K. I, Simmons, and I'm actually I sad too because right I love J.K. Simmons. Uh, I love J.K. Simmons, so I'm, I'm sad that I got I did not give him credit where credit was due. So Aww. there, uh, shameless plugs. You fixed it, guys. Come see me play roller derby. Woo! Roller Woo-hoo! derby. August twentieth. We got a game coming up. Yeah, August twenty. You're selling a girl. Well, the last time he was like, I feel you were talking about roller Woo! Roller derby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just wanted. To I'm, I'm supporting. Bring you now. it back up himself. Yeah, Let's, roller derby. See how it is. <laughs> derby on rolls. Yeah, it's nose. No, no skate. It's wheels. Roller now skates. I'm just picturing pe- people with bread shoes. <laughs> oh my god, can there be bread shoes? We got bread bowls. Can we get bread shoes? Bread shoes. What? Did we just invent a new sport? Bread shoes. Bread shoes. I think we should invented a dish. I don't give a damn about their sport. Uh, now Peach Valley bread shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Ew! I thought about I thought that through for another second, like, and that's it. I yeah. know I now understand why bread shoes aren't a thing. <laughs> uh, anything else for you? No. Uh, As always, you can find me at epiceventsorlando.com for all your DJ service needs. And hey, if you wanted me and Al to do your wedding together, we could even do that. It's true. I can officiate it. Yeah, I could literally marry you. I can make you could even MC it. I could MC it. You've done that a few times. Dig it, dig it. I've yeah. made I've made some wedding cakes in my day. Uh, and my other one, this is going to be a shocker for everyone. Uh, everyone, please go to stargate.mgm.com and register <gasps> for Stargate Command. What? Yeah. All right. Because that needs to keep happening. Okay. Uh, is that going to do it? Are we going to do it? Yeah. Done? Uh, yeah. Guys, Fantastic. make sure you stick around after the Oh, my God, yes. Song. We still got if you, Ames on Thrones. If you want to. Ames on Thrones. We got episode two breakdown. Everything they did right and wrong. Uh, we're doing that. Yeah. So... That's why the show is actually over. I know there's another hour on it. <laughs> oh, my God. We're already at an hour and 40. Oh, God. This is too long. Wow. How did we do that? I'm surprised we did that short. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Once, uh, once again, want to say thank you to Scott Horn for coming down and helping out and hanging out and all that stuff. Uh, so until next time, this is Al Sterling saying, ha, you just got union jacked. Thanks for sticking around for uh, probably the longest gosh darn episode we've done in a really long time. I'm so tired. Since last week. Which is really funny because at the end of it, I thought that we uh, actually did better than D23, but we didn't. So Oh, for timing? timing? For timing. Oh, yeah. No. For timing. So well, The episode was good. Our bad. Uh, Take that personally. Our bad. <laughs> but this is, this is that awesome segment of the show that we're calling Ames on Thrones, which I love so much. I just I think Ames of Thrones. You don't you're not No, but it's but I am Ames and I'm That's true. It's it's my take on 
Thrones. It was a good pun. I like it was his idea. Oh, oh. T- to be clear, no, no, I'll go in there. No, he's not, not going gonna. There. Not right. there. Oh no, he did. Tell, tell he him did, about tell, t- t- the thing. Anyway, so yeah, so this is our this is our uh, our episode by episode breakdown of Game of Thrones. Uh, we are on episode two. Yep. And yeah. You want to introduce us? So if they're watching us on well, YouTube. But, I mean, oh, if they're watching us on YouTube, this is a separate so, video. Hi, guys. My name's Liz. Uh, I'm the co-host of For Geek's Sake. We're here with the host, Al Sterling. Hi. And producer Dan. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. And our, our guest, uh, Scott Horn, who was so nice to stick around to join us for this really, really nerdy segment. Forever. Hello, hello. So, yeah. So let's jump right into it. So um, we have a... Ha ha, Dan and Lizard, dumb to Yay! start off with. I was right. I was right. Al, you want to you want to go ahead and take this one? So last week we discussed how uh, I was I was talking about how the, the uh, Danny's age uh, when she leaves Dragonstone when she's when she leaves and all this stuff. Yeah, and and I maintained that she was an infant, and uh, I was told that she was four or five or six or whatever it was. Yeah, and uh, we were corrected by uh, one of our listeners or watchers, fans, viewers, someone, whatever. Anyway, that uh, found this material. And pointed out that, nope, she was in fact an infant and therefore would not have known the specific location of the war room. What if she was just very, very, very smart? What if she was a really smart baby? I maintain that Dragonstone and uh, all of these castles probably have a throne room with a war room right down the hall or right behind it. No, no, no. See, I maintain that there was probably just a big sign off camera that said war room this way. Sure. I'm still. I'm sticking with my headcanon that that gray room was like she's just gonna walk through. No, that's dumb. You go up ahead, make sure everything's okay. <laughs> scout that shit. Go, go scouting, Jesus! Please don't just let her go wandering through. That we don't even know this castle's supposed to have been empty for years. We have no idea. Literally no idea. What if we cross this ocean <laughs> with this humongous army and she walks in and dies? Like that's. No. And then just credits roll, and then that's it. Series right. over. Thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would also like to issue a personal apology to Mr. Ed Sheeran. Because um, we were all a little enraged, and then we all had a week to calm well, down. We all? All of us were enraged? Were all of us enraged about All of us were angry. <laughs> okay. Sorry. My fault. Everyone was Sorry, I was... The right side of the table was real pissed about it. Okay. The rest okay. of us had no... Like, until later when we heard everyone was mad, I'm like, who is... Oh, a person. Oh, that's <laughs> who that was. And, oh. And who? Sheeran. Is he a singer, I guess? Okay. So anyway. I should so be that, So that delightful little I figure, retract nothing. I retract... I retract things. What are you... What are you... Hedonism bot? No, I just you I know apologize I, for I, nothing. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't see why he had to be there. I still don't like it. Did you have you heard? Why don't you school him? Uh, okay, a bit? so here's here's the deal. I, mm. I would like to apologize to Ed Sheeran for this because so Maisie Williams, who plays Arya Stark on the show, has been a part of the show since she was what, I think about like ten or eleven. Yeah. It's hard. They've been filming this for years. Um, being a child star is hard, especially working on a project that has been this ongoing. Her, her life has been nothing but this show. Sure. Um, she is a huge, Ed, huge Ed Sheeran fan. Mm-hmm. And so the producers brought him on as a surprise for her, which I thought was very sweet. And I softened a little bit. I still stick with my belief that it ruined the scene and it took us mm-hmm. out of the story. And out of the magic of the story, however... First of all, Maisie Williams has her own TARDIS. <laughs> so she can go to any goddamn Ed Sheeran concert she wants to. I don't need him in Westeros. You know it's not a, you know it's not a real TARDIS, right? Shh. It is too. <laughs> shh, 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 shh. 
It is too. So yeah. So so those are the uh, those are the rollbacks from from last week's episode breakdown. Still took me out of the episode. Still don't like it. A so, new oh, week, and I get that. That's fine. So, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So so we're gonna start off. We open back up in Dragonstone again. So we are with we are with Daenerys um, in the war room that she magically. Knew. knew how to get to yeah. <laughs> knew how to get to right. uh so we open and she's standing there and she's with you know her her council essentially she's with gray worm she's with varus and i had a huge problem with this scene because she was real bitchy for like no reason yeah like out of nowhere she was just like oh yeah by the way varus screw you and it was just to me it was very out of place should should she have been a little more forgiving since he was since he had given orders to have her killed I, well, I mean, I just, I just feel like it was very sudden and very out of nowhere. That I will absolutely agree with. You know, mm-hmm. like this whole time she's been traveling and she's been like, "Hey guys, let's go to Seven Kingdoms together." Oh, by the way, I'm real mad at you. Six months later, yeah. So I, I found that scene to be a little weird, and I found, I found her attitude to be a little strange towards him. But yeah, I mean, yeah, like he did give orders to kill her, but he makes, he makes a very strong point. It, it. it She's taking it a little bit too personally, and it's for the realm. It's about the realm, and and I think he he brought a really good reminder of what this whole conquest is about. It's not it's not about her, right? It's about the people, and it's about the realm, and it's about having the right leader there for the people. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get then Melisandre shows up. Yes, yes. Uh, so I'm really excited to have Melisandre back in her pretty form. Because yeah. the last time we saw her, she was old and wrinkled and in a tub. Which and we still don't know why. It's never really explained why. It's yeah. not explained. Don't worry about it. Uh, it's okay, because there's a lot of things that they were just kind of like, eh, we're just, just, gonna, just, just You're fine. Just we're not going to do that. Um, so then we find out, you know, the prophecy is brought to Daenerys. And we have probably the laziest piece of writing that I think I've seen in the show. <laughs> thus far um because the whole prophecy the entire time the entire series has spoken about the prince who is promised the prince who is promised the prince who is promised oh and then they yeah and daenerys goes well it's about the prince who is promised and then miss Sendai comes in and is like oh that word has no gender in our language haha ha, it could be the prince or princess and i went bullshit yeah i don't like that hmm. what word it does it does it does me it does I, I agree with you. I mean prophecy is a funky thing to use in uh in, in any kind of storytelling. I yeah. mean it, it's effective in whatever else, but it it can be it's a double edged sword. But yeah, that feels a little weird. It just for so long we've been we've been led up until this point we've been led towards okay, like Jon Snow, Jon Snow, Jon Snow. I'm sorry, John Targaryen. If you <laughs> if you believe the theories. <laughs> but you know, we've been we've been following this whole prince who has promised prophecy the whole time and then just in in, in a five second well meh. a throwaway line yeah exactly like, a five second okay. throwaway line it was just kind of like oh it could i don't be about I, I think i think that's a red herring though it, it is and it's a bad red herring yeah in yeah. my in my humble yeah, opinion it doesn't matter if it doesn't come true it's like at the time you're offended because you're just like the right. show is such great writing and such great and like it, why it, now it can have great writing. it can, it can have, have great, great writing. writing it can have great writing okay so so there's that and then we get this little bitchy moment again between with Varys. yeah she's like turns around and she's like oh bt dubs today's the day that we're pardoning people that were following the wrong king which is just it's just a lot of uh, misplaced hostility it was, it was a little bitchy he's on your side kid yeah so i have a bit of a confession to make What's um this is my third time watching Game of Thrones. Mm. Like ever? I really ever. Oh, like wow. I saw the pilot and was like, there's dead 
dogs, I guess. This is odd. I'm going to go leave now. Um, so I've been getting all my like opinions kind of like I've been going to the Plato's closet of opinions, like secondhand pre-war. I'm like, this is what the show is about. <laughs> kind of putting them on and trying them. And I'm like, so I saw this and I'm like, I know that I know the names are difficult. So what is this about? So today I went back and I've been like, you know, catching up, watching all the recaps and everything and watching the show build. So it's been really interesting kind of mementoing this and seeing where <laughs> everything is gone. Uh-huh. And I, I really want to go like it's just it's so captivating and that's what makes that line like you know so egregious as everything else seem it seems so methodical and planned out yeah. up until that moment where they're like nopes it kind of feels like you know we're also, playing, go ahead I'm sorry oh no, no I, I didn't mean to cut you off I, I also have a fear that because we've only got eight, eight episodes this season I have a fear that things are going to start getting very rushed and that, Maybe. The, that mm-hmm. the storyline is going to suffer a little bit. And I think we might be starting to see that with this with this first scene and these kind of unnecessary moments. Maybe. So there's that. Uh, so we jump forward. We go back. We're with, uh, we're with John and Sansa. We go to Winterfell. And they are um, discussing the raven that Tyrion has sent, mm-hmm. asking John to come meet with Daenerys. Could we pause for a second, too? What, if, what happens if Jon Snow doesn't recall the conversation? <laughs> to the end of the note, he talks about how bastards and dwarves. Are <laughs> right? like, than, like this guy's like, drunk again. Everybody knows the Tyrion drinks. So. Like seriously, like like what if what if what if John has no idea? He's like, I don't know what that means. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's a lot of the realm that you're hanging on whether or not he remembers one conversation. Before like, a couple things have happened since then. A couple, just a few, just a few. Just you know, like that's anyway. I'm sorry. That so was... so essentially so. Melisandre, you know, tells Danny about Jon Snow and and somehow is just like, you two are supposed to meet, so you should do that. So she kind of summons him. Tyrion sends a raven to Jon Snow. Uh, Tyrion, or I'm sorry, Jon, you know, is, is discussing it with Sansa and with Sir Davos, the Onion Knight, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. everyone thinks it's a really crappy idea. And they're like, don't do that. You shouldn't do that. Anytime you see, I've learned in my storied career of seven hours learning about the show is um, anytime you see Littlefinger smile, you're just like, mm-hmm. I think it's a bad thing. Uh-uh. Bad like, things are going to happen. Seriously, uh-uh. his, his entire role is apparently to grin malevolently and chew scenery. Like yeah. that's all, mm-hmm. and lean against this one really weird spot in yeah. the keep. Like there's just. I don't like. Do you realize? Like he, all he, he just needs to twirl his mustache and be done with it. Yeah. Like Sansa is going to be tied some goddamn railroad tracks, <laughs> and that's we need him and Varys back together. They're th- those two as a team. Yeah. yeah. Work a lot better. Yeah. yeah. A- agreed. Although I do, I do like Varys's character a lot better than I did in the beginning. But I think that was the point. So is this was this, and this is the part where so this is the scene where Jon Snow. Uh, uh, nope. No, his memory chokes. Not yet. Okay. That's later. Sorry. And it's epic. No, it's fine. It's okay. That's why I have. I have. That's why you have the show. The notes notes that I took while I was drinking last night. Good job. (laughs) Um, So we move forward to the Red Keep. We've got Cersei, and they're holding council with actually Samwell's father, Lord Tarly. Um, Hmm. What's his first name? Who cares? Dickon. I don't care. Dickon Tarly. Yeah, sure. Is that, is that Probably really the name? best name in the realm. No, his name is really Dickon. Oh, Dickon. Oh, that's unfortunate. That's, yeah, yeah, that's his name. Um, Dickon Tarly? It's a rough childhood. Dickon, like, Dickon, it could be. I don't know. Like, there's so many names. That actually <laughs> explains why he's such a, an asshole. Yeah. Like, he, he grew up with a name like Dickon Tarly. You're not, <laughs> you know, you not going to come out nice. You're not going to not get made fun of. Uh, so, you know, she's she's speaking to everyone about... Every, obviously, everybody knows that Daenerys is here. Everyone has caught wind 
that there are freaking dragons flying around. Mm-hmm. That's kind of hard to miss. Uh, so she's holding counsel and she's kind of telling everyone, hey, we need to band together. We need allies. She is dangerous. This is no good. Do you, don't you guys remember? Don't you guys remember the Targaryen rule? Like they burned people and stuff. So mm-hmm. does she realize that she does she remember that she blew up the sept? Does she remember? Right. <laughs> yeah. that, like she, she's like the worst. Like like one of the most iconic landmarks in the realm, and she blew it up because I don't she was she, pissed off. At I don't people? think she does. I think she just okay. kind of like she blacked out, and then she woke up, and she's like, well, "My third son is dead. Why is the church gone?" <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> I dated a girl like this with this like selective, like violent and selective memory. And that's a really, I mean, because there's no way, like this is what bugs me too. Like, I mean, I get that you don't say it. I guess you don't say it there. Like yeah. if you're one of the, you're, these are, these were banned. This specifically this is your bannerman. These are minor nobles here. Right. And so you sure as hell don't say it there, but you know, the second you walked up, you're like, this bitch. <laughs> Did you hear what this bitch just said to me? I go, this bitch said, what? No. I just, no. Really, I just really hope she was having a Chicago moment. Just, and it wasn't until later when I was washing the blood <laughs> off my hands <laughs> that I even knew that everyone in the city was literally just dead. everyone. That we, I killed thousands of people. Just thousands of them. And then, okay, so, and then Jamie takes Lord Tarly aside because he's, he seems very on the fence. He seems very undecided of whether he's going to back this crazy bitch or that crazy bitch. Right. So... Um, Jamie gives him this whole epic speech about being on the winning side and it's all very, that's all very great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we think, uh, we think Lord Charlie and, and the rest of his crew are going to side with Cersei, which is really unfortunate. You think so? I don't really mm-hmm. want anyone to side with Cersei. You think, you think in the back, he's going to back Cersei? I think so. Yeah. Who else does she have at this point? I mean, cause she's killed everyone. Else. Yeah. She's kind of pissed off. So. No, 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 I get that. <laughs> but as Bannerman, for, and this is the thing that I think they missed. I mean, th- this this bugged me in this scene because they're having this conversation, and like, like you you murdered his liege lord, like you murdered like a beloved princess, yeah, yeah. and and Marjorie. Like, there's not a what, why are you still in King's Landing? Like after the set blew up, you looked around and thought, well, I mean, I'm not ready to go just yet. I have right? to stay here for a little bit. I don't. I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. So. So anyway, we'll see. We'll see how that one plays out. Um, so we get to the Citadel, hanging out with with good old Sam. No mm-hmm. poop. There's no poop this time. No, no, they still managed to get a gross time it's with Sam. Even more disgusting. Yeah. I think it's one of our first segments here on <laughs> Ames on Thrones, if I may suggest. <laughs> Their gross time with the Sam. gross time with Sam. Yes. And this week on gross time with Sam, <laughs> peeling off <laughs> <gray> scale. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, we're we're sitting with with Jora and their they're talking about the two cases, the two recorded cases of Grayskill actually being cured in an adult. Um, we're not, we're not, not just talking about um, Stannis's daughter mm-hmm. uh, who was cured as a baby, which is apparently a much different situation. Right. And, you know, Sam's asking, well, why, why don't we try that? And apparently the maester that performed these two procedures also got Grayskill. Um, Oops. So there are so many things. Bummer there. There's so many things about this scene that remind me of this whole thing that remind me of Harry Potter. Uh, not the least of which, because of course that was the guy, the maester that he's talking to is, uh, was in Harry Potter. Yeah. Is, um, um, what's his name? Mm, I don't know. Horns. Slughorn. 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 Yeah, there it is. Professor Slughorn. Uh, and, and still very slow, like a vaguely Slughorn. Yeah. It's very, <laughs> in his mannerisms. He's but just also, playing himself, but also the most terrible security, at this particular citadel, right? Like, just like with Harry Potter, like <laughs> you look around going, "Where well, the fuck are the adults?" Well, and even the whole—I mean, the whole 
the whole him stealing the books from the forbidden section of the library. Right. Sam is Harry Potter. Oh my god, are we gonna get a crossover? Or Can is we- he Neville Longbottom? Oh. I think he's more Neville than Harry. That was that was good. Look at the kid who doesn't even watch the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he drew the connection. Though. <laughs> four hours. Four hours. That was I'm watching for four hours. That's he, awesome. He put in some time. I respect that. Uh, so, okay. So we, so we talk about his infection and basically they give him, they're like, hey, dude, you're going to die. You might as well just kill yourself. Right. Um, and that's when Sam kind of has this really big sentimental moment with him. He finally realizes who he is at this point. He asks him if he would like to alert his family. And, you know, he's, you know, he says, sir. And he says, Jorah, Jorah Mormon. And Sam's like, Mormon. <gasps> Why did you say that name? <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> because I'm happy. <laughs> so we kind of see. <laughs> Are you going to do it a second time? No, I'm good. You usually do. Because I'm happy. <laughs> there it is. So, you know, so we kind of see that connection and, and it's, uh, it's, it's a little emotional for Sam. Um, that was good. So that we see the wheels start spinning. Uh, and then we, so then we cut back to our, our good old buddy, Cersei mm-hmm. and the, the creepy maester whose name I can never remember. Maester Pycelle. But, no, not Pycelle. Cause right. Cause Pycelle was the old guy, right? Oh, you're right. Something creepy. I don't know. I don't like him. Maester creepy guy. Maester creepy. That uh, uh, created the monstrosity that is actually, the dead mountain. Right. Also, he's not He's not a maester because he failed out of Citadel. Right. He's like sub-maester. Right. Wannabe maester. I like sub-maester. Sub-maester. Yeah. Sub, sub-maester creepy guy. So I heard a theory. Yes. Uh-huh. About the mountain. Okay. That when the maester was like making him into this zombie type creature, basically he made a walker. Oh, and that Cersei's control over this guy is showing how one day she's going to be able to control the White Walkers telepathically or some some, some such. No, nah, I don't buy that one. Oh, I don't buy that one. Yeah, that's because I don't think, because Cersei, I don't think they're controllable. Cer- Cersei doesn't live that long. Yeah, no, yeah, I, don't so I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Just something I heard. That's an interesting theory, but I mean, I don't think that I don't think that one holds up though. How's she gonna get? choked to death <laughs> by her brother by her brother her brother uncle lover cousin whatever whatever sure. he is husband um so anyway so we're discussing the fact that uh holy crap guys there's dragons and we should probably be worried about that so we're down in the dungeons with all of the skulls that robert baratheon has kept from the targaryen reign mm-hmm. um because why would you get rid of those because those are kind of cool those are pretty bad heavy pretty damn heavy yeah like that's how did, true okay can we just take a minute to talk about how the hell did they get them down there that well i mean you've got slaves like lots of them so right. like, the like just so many slaves right. i mean yeah. you get enough people on any you know what i mean like they did it's like okay it's like the, like the pyramids yeah, yeah. yeah. labor gets it. stuff done that's right <laughs> labor is a lot cheaper there um it's very true i can i tell you like i loved that their great plan for dealing with dragons was to build a giant crossbow like was that i don't i just don't feel like that was a brilliant like that's not brilliance that's just like well I can't fly. Can you? No. Then we need to hit him with something. <laughs> Try a bow and arrow. Didn't work. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What if we could throw an arrow faster and make it bigger? I like it. Like a like lot this, bigger. You know what? I've got this crossbow. Like, what if we made it bigger? Like, this isn't... Mm-hmm. This is what... I mean, he treats it like this is some big secret weapon that he's yeah. unveiled. And I'm like, you dumbass. You you did the next logical step here. Exactly. Yeah, the, the dragon fire was a lot more impressive. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was like scheming and plotting and planning and, yeah. and children and and lots of things. And this is just like, wait a minute. Shoot him in the face. What if we make a big crossbow? <laughs> hey, and, and we got a slingshot, too. 
And we got well, and you got to aim it properly. And dragons right. f- fly, and they're it's fast. a moving target. And that thing looks really slow. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't think there's a there's a really big you know like swivel point on that. So, but this is Game of Thrones, so it'll be fine. Yeah. So, so no, it won't be fine. Obviously, it's going to hit all three dragons at once and kill them. Right. In just, the, like that scene, like the scene in the Justice League trailer with Aquaman. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and they're dead. And they're gone. Um, so you like those characters. Deadpool. Obviously, yeah. this is some oh, some heavy. Win. Yeah, they've only got seven bullets. Okay. Some heavy, heavy, heavy foreshadowing. Uh, dragon gone die. Yep. That was my question. It's like a Game of Thrones neophyte. Like, so when it comes to like, I saw that. I'm like, that's Chekhov's crossbow. Eventually, that thing's gonna go yeah. off and kill yeah. a dragon. <laughs> but I've also learned in my um, long, laborious, incredibly year long span of four hours watching the show uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, expectations are always subverted. So what are your thoughts on, do you think that's going to kill a dragon or they're going to nope. shoot it and it's kind of ping and like, Oh crap. And then everyone gets fried anyway. No, 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 no. I think, I think it takes down a dragon. Yeah. I think, I think they manage. And this was killing. Oh, me I with- think, I think Drogon is toast. Oh, I think Drogon's the one who lasts. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I think this, I think this actually, what, what, what I think this subverts is there's always been this thing of who rides the three dragons, who rides, who rides, and everybody's pretty convinced that Danny's riding one and John's riding the other, but who rides the third? Tyrion. And, and, mm-hmm. um, there is no third dragon. That's the thing. Oh. They keep saying throughout the episode, like, three dragons, three dragons, and they show something shooting in a skull of another dragon. I'm like, so I have yeah. to wonder, like, are they going to subvert that? Or, yeah. there, is no, there is no third dragon rider. Either there is no third dragon rider, or this is just another red herring. Mm-hmm. It could be, but I don't or think so. Or it kills the mountain, or it becomes a tool against the White Walkers, or there's a lot of different things we could do with that thing. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I'm losing. I After, after last episode, I came off the of last episode pretty excited and this episode brought me back down to earth with game of thrones yeah i think we were all very like oh yay it's back so, and then we were like oh so, sometimes sometimes there's just some lazy terrible writing yeah and i don't know um i wasn't that let down by this episode so oh yeah. wait i wasn't but let, um, i only watched it once though so that could be no problem. i only watched it once and i was anyway go ahead i'm uh, sorry okay so then we move back we're go- we're back at dragonstone <laughs> we're we're with danny and this time she's got lady olena tyrell with mm-hmm. her she has uh yara Greyjoy, the Sand Snakes are there. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got some people. She's got some people on her side, and they're discussing attacking King's Landing. And what do they have in common? They all hate Cersei. Yeah, well, I mean... Actually, what I thought was... enemy. What mm-hmm. I thought was interesting on this that I, I didn't catch initially was that you actually have uh, uh, all the decision makers in this room are women. Yep. Yeah. I thought that was, that was pretty awesome. And you yeah. have some badass women in this room, too. Like, mm-hmm. there's... Which is kind of cool. I mean, that's not something you see terribly often. Right. You have... You have Three, two and a half well-developed female characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I mean, you know, if you, have, if you put four men in there from Game of Thrones, only two and a half of them are well-developed anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, I was pretty, that was, that, was, that was a nice touch, I thought. Yeah. And it didn't feel forced. It, didn't feel, for, it didn't feel forced. And, um, you know, obviously everyone in the room is very divided about how this should be approached and what they should do. And I feel like Danny is very, she's, she's kind of chomping at the bit. She's kind of like, guys, fr- freaking real. Like it's, I, I've been on a boat for like six months. Yeah. Can, like, we, just, can, oh, can we go? Oh, I'm sorry, Danny. Are now you getting impatient? <laughs> <laughs> what about the last six goddamn seasons? <laughs> All of a sudden you're in a hurry now. She couldn't, she couldn't get across the ocean, man. Yeah, yeah she could have. She could have gone. To... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Is this kind of like how Jack <laughs> totally could have fit on the door? Yes, Gross. yes, he could have. There's clearly enough room. <sighs> She's evil, just like Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your mouth with your Mary Poppins evil bullshit. So anyway, so um, the men seem to be of the idea that Daenerys can't come in and take over with dragons and Unsullied 
because reasons for reasons i don't really no, understand no, 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 the thought no, no, no. process no, behind no. that this, this was brilliant. well first of all i think men is, is a little bit of a misnomer Tyrion is speaking but it's clear that this plan was thought of beforehand mm-hmm. and that Tyrion is sharing the plan that they've already come up with yes yeah. mm-hmm. so um, essentially men are talking no actually no i think Tyrion is i think Tyrion is, is sharing like he's working for danny yeah, yeah. um but this, I thought, was brilliant and really well thought out. The problem is that you've got a foreign army. And if there's one thing that will rally locals, it's a foreign army. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, so, yeah. So what he says here, true. So what he says here is we use a local army to deal with, to deal with this. Mm-hmm. And then we've got this foreign army. And we send this foreign army to go deal with, with, uh, uh, with Castle Iraq. Mm-hmm. Because nobody, but nobody is going to go send help to Castle Iraq. Right. Nobody wants to help the Lannisters at this point. Exactly. Nobody's mm-hmm. ever really wanted to help the Lannisters. And now they're, they super don't want to do that. So. Exactly. Exactly. So I thought that that little from a str- from a strategy perspective was brilliant and really well done. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for bringing some light to that because I was just kind of like, why can't she just take the the awesome soldiers that she has to just go <laughs> right do all the things? Well, and this is all. I mean, it comes back to that scene that we saw earlier with Cersei, where Cersei is talking about these foreign invaders, foreign invaders, mm-hmm. when it kind of takes your wind out of sail. I'm like, actually, it's the Tyrells. They were giving out bread a little while ago before you blew up. One of the most important landmarks in the entire of the continent. Yeah, remember yeah. that? I mean, you remember when they killed her, her beloved granddaughter? Right. Mm-hmm. So, right. The Just most, lo- the most loved queen in the realm. Just yeah. your, your kid threw himself out a window over it. You yeah. remember that? Did you need me to walk through it again? <laughs> did you wanna, those other did you gals who that? killed your daughter? Oh, yeah. is this is this part of your is this part of your three month blackout? Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Good luck for you. Good luck for that. So you know, so everybody kind of leaves the room, and Danny requests some time alone with with Lady Elena, oh. the, the Queen of Thorns. So good. Who is just my favorite character. And she basically looks at her and says, girlfriend, (laughs) we need to talk. And she, and she lays it down and she, and she gives her the business and she tells her, she's like, you, you are a strong woman. And what is the, what is the line that she said? It was so great. She said, I've, I've, I've survived many, many clever men and I've ignored them all. Right. And, (laughs) and, you know, and she kind of just tells her, go with your gut essentially. Um, so, so that's great. So Danny's just going to go set everything on fire. Mm-hmm. It's not a terrible plan. It's not, it's not. Um, I so mean, when you have dragons, yeah, you well, have- here's the thing. If you live in Westeros, you know that you're going to die horribly at any right. given moment. Right. You know, it's just like, kind of a way of life. And if you live inside King's Landing, you've got to be looking around going, you know, our death is imminent, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you didn't die in the horrific explosion at the, at the, at the concept, you're going to die soon. Yeah. You're going to really wish. I mean, really, those folks in the Sabbath were pretty lucky because they just got to go quick. Yeah. Um, Which, and I think it's really funny that, you know, uh, Yara is the one that brings up the point of, right, where she says that, you know, you don't want to be the queen of ashes. And isn't that what, I mean, isn't Cersei already? Right. <laughs> right. That's kind of what she, that's kind of so what her there's, there's really yeah. nothing left over there. Uh, so, 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 you know, so we're going to go, we're going to go uh, take King's Landing. So scene, scene, the next scene, we, um, we get some, some gray worm. Oh. And I, this scene will they won't they long awaited like i said i was drinking beer and so literally my notes for this scene are just titties yeah <laughs> that's that's it well and that did like that was that was that this this was yeah. like the most gratuitous scene one of them doesn't have one of them is a eunuch. One of the, like the the guy literally doesn't have a penis anymore. Now they didn't yeah. get into the specifics as to whether or not like. Well, see, I was really confused, and I thought that we were going to see it. 
And maybe there was some sick part of me that really wanted to see it because what does that look like and where does he pee from? But that's neither here nor there. I, I, but yeah, this, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not angry that they, that they showed a, a beautiful woman, uh, uh, pretty much naked, but, yeah. um, the whole scene felt weird and long and drawn out. And I, well, it, it was their goodbye. Yeah. He's I, being sent or off. Was it their hello? <laughs> I just don't care about this subplot at all. I do. I think it's sweet. I think it's sweet. And I think it's important because it, it shows because the Unsullied are so, robotic and so Mm -hmm. they only live to obey orders they're essentially the angry jedi right the very violent jedi sith no because the sith are all about emotion and the unsullied have no emotion okay the but yes i i I just point being so it shows it's you know it's a very beautiful speech that he gives to her about about, it humanizes yeah you're my fear absolutely that part i was good with you Mm -hmm. are my weakness and then they're like then she takes off her clothes and she just stands there. And for a good, I it think- was a very awkward. Like you just told me you love me. I guess I get naked now. Like yeah. it was just very and just stand there. Like mm-hmm. they did. Like the camera just said, like, "Hey, have you seen breasts in Game of Thrones lately? <laughs> here, here. There's the as promised. You guys pay for premium cable, so there's some breasts. Hey guys, we heard you like boobs. Uh, uh, so yeah, so that happened, and that was that was cute. Uh, so anyway, so now we're back to gross things with Sam. Oh boy. <laughs> gross stuff with sam um so you know so we've had this moment with uh with sam and jorah where where sam realizes that he has you know a really really big soft spot for the mormons Mm -hmm. uh so sam comes in vigilante surgeon style (laughs) vigilante surgeon style and he's like all right i was with your father when he died you're not gonna die today and he are you sure (laughs) because i mean because i feel like i feel like this is a real death inducing procedure. Um, so Sam opens up the book and we kind of, we kind of get the gist of what's about to go down here and it shows illustrations of someone peeling someone else's skin away. Mm-hmm. So Sam comes in and he looks at him and he, and, and I love the way he sets it up where he's just, Sam's just very matter of fact, like I'm going to need you to bite down on this because if this you scream, uh, we're going to get caught and that's real bad. How pissed is Jorah going to be when he finds out this could have been done with dragon glass and it was like painless, <laughs> like, well, well, or you just touch it with dragon glass and it all falls away. And now this is, and now this is my, this is kind of my confusion is now, are we doing this procedure that involves dragon glass? I think so. Like it was very, it was very not clearly defined to me. I, we're peeling away the infection. He's slicing away the infection from his skin and then he said he's going to put a poultice on it. So is he not? He mixes something together. Is that not crushed up dragon glass? There is no they reference. They don't give us any indication. They don't give us any reference. We don't know if they actually have obsidian at the Citadel. So. Yeah, I don't see any indication that there was anything involved in dragon Yeah. Glass. Is this just attempt one? And this is going to go real bad? Right, that's, which is what I mean. Like, and then he's gonna find out, like, or just hold, just sleep with this dragon glass under your pillow, and all the grayscale <laughs> falls off. Like, <laughs> like, spin around in a circle three times, make a wish, uh, and sleep with the dragon glass on your forehead. Like, there was ta-da, nothing. You did it. Ta-da! This was not the way this had to be, but we needed gross time with Sam. So there gross we go. Gross time with Sam. Um, and I, I love, I love the line that Sam says to him because Jorah's kind of like, "Hey, wait a minute, why, why are you doing this? Are you qualified?" And Sam looks at him and goes, "No one else is trying." I'm mm-hmm. the best you've got. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you're either going to die or we're going to try and you're going to die or you're not. So, well, I mean, and apparently there's another passage in that, that 
page that people freeze freeze framed from the first episode that talks about uh, more of the properties of dragon glass, including mm-hmm. uh, the candles. Yeah. The candles, the dragon glass candles, which are long range communicators. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like you could have one at, uh, at the wall mm-hmm. and one at the Citadel and they could instantly communicate. So it's just like you, you light one and the other one lights yeah. up and then you know that someone's thinking about you from very far away. <laughs> You've got mail. <laughs> it's like way faster than a raven. Essentially. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that one. So, so good call. Yeah. But right. why would you need to, what would you need to communicate about? Anyway. All right. So we'll see, we'll see how that plays out when we, when we're done peeling all of Jorah's gross skin away. Um, so we move on to one of the more emotional moments uh, in the series. And I think this is kind of what a lot of us who are in love with this storyline have been waiting for. Arya finally realizes that she might actually see her family again. Yes. yes. So we're at the inn. She's with hot pie, which just yes. warms my heart. That's great. Um, great callback. We get the little, the, the, the great little callback about, uh, Oh, you know, like hot pie, this, this pie crust is so good. What did you do? And he's like, Oh, you gotta brown the butter before you make the crust. And she's like, Hmm, I didn't do that. Yes. <laughs> You've been making pies one or two. Yeah. Um, yes. Which was great because Aria is a sociopath now, which is very sad for her mm-hmm. or awesome. Depending I'm on how you look at it. it. No, I'm, I'm completely good with it. So, you know, so she's doing her Aria thing and she's eating her pie and she's just being very, you know, yeah, no big deal. I'm going to King's Landing to kill the queen and hot pie is like, well, why, why would you not be going to Winterfell? And she's like, why would I go? Why would I go hang out with the Boltons. And she's like, you idiot. <laughs> You idiot! The Boltons are dead. Um, you know, and so then he then he informs her of, of the battle of the bastards and how Jon Snow came in and he won and he's the king in the north and and the Starks are back in Winterfell. The Starks are in her home. Her home is kind of put back together. And so you just see, you know, you see this just immediate shift on her face of yeah, gets up and walks screw out. Screw killing the queen. Yeah, screw all of that. I gotta go home. Mm-hmm. So so I think I, I looked at this and I think I, I see a couple things. First of all. Credit to Maisie Williams because I didn't know as she gets on her horse and she's looking at the north versus south and she's trying to make a decision. I didn't know which way she was going to turn. Yeah. You know, like it seems like she's going to go. She's going to go north. She's going to go back to her family and all that stuff. Yeah. You can tell like she really sold that moment of indecision. Absolutely. Um, And I was the first watch through of this episode. I was just on the edge of my seat. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Go back. Go back. Go back. But I think I think the story requires her to go back to Winterfell because she would obviously just murder Cersei. And then like the story is pretty much over. Yeah. She shows up at King's Landing. There's no Cersei's dead. And yeah. Then, and then Jamie's dead. And then like you know like it's just, just all the main characters are dead. We're Wait, we're all done now. Maybe are using the secret weapon. Which secret weapon? Like to win the war. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get, well, I well, get, I mean, obviously, not, not, it's the, her, not it's, the Great War because it's her, it's Bran, and yeah, it's Danny. Just, who needs yeah. to die? That one over there. Hang on a second. Like, Hold there's on, not. Let me just let me just real quick. And the Hound. I think the Hound. Yeah, you think he's got something to do with it? I think he's the uh, what do they call it in the book? Uh, what's Catelyn called when she comes back? Lady Stoneheart. Oh yeah. yeah. I think he's going to be the Lady Stoneheart of the of the series. Really? Because I thought they scrapped that whole storyline. I think that's why he's with uh, Dondarrion. Oh, to start to fill to start to fill some of the holes at Lady Stoneheart. Yeah. So uh, he's going to die. Dondarrion's going to give up his life and imbue him with that power uh, of coming back to life. 
and now he's going to be that role. Oh, on I the like show. this. This is a good theory. That, that makes more sense than, like the, than, than the. That's other. why they're hanging out. Yeah, because we didn't. I mean, and this is a big plot hole in in the book series as well. Is that we kind of ended a, an entire book with Lady Stoneheart and then never spoke about it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just don't talk about it, guys. That's when the show's better than the book. Okay, well, <laughs> I know it's why the show ruined the book. Okay. Uh-oh. Because oh. the show veered them off of that storyline. It would have been really cool. Anyway, so, yeah, so Johnson Winterfell, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be really disappointing for Arya when she goes right. back there. She's Sansa he's, sitting he's there. To Dragonstone. Like, She's going to be like, ugh, you oh, bitch. Oh, God, I it was Sansa I left again. <laughs> so, well, she knows Sansa's alive. Right. She's yeah. very like, aware because Brienne, right, you know, she, and her She doesn't has. know that she's a freaking boss. Yeah, yeah, but I just want to note here. Arya's known that Sansa's alive and has never gone for Sansa. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, they didn't part as friends. Not exactly. really. And also, you know, Sansa was not having a great time of it and she was captive and she was with the Lannisters. So. Not, it's not ideal. Not awesome. Anyway, not so, ideal. So anyway, so, uh, so we go back to Winterfell um, and at this point, so now John has received... Not only the Raven from Tyrion saying, "Hey, you got to come hang out with this cool chick mm-hmm. and meet because things are going to happen," uh, but he's also received a Raven from Sam finally letting him know about the Dragonglass and mining it from Dragonstone. And so now John has a much bigger motive to go to Dragonstone mm-hmm. because John only right. cares about one thing, and that's making sure that the zombies don't ruin everything. Right. Um, because he's the only one that has any sense in this whole situation. Right. <laughs> so, you know, you know, he's making his declaration, I'm going to Dragonstone. We need this. We need this weapon. Uh, it's so important. We need the dragons. Fire kills whites. What do dragons breathe? Are we going to get ice dragons? I don't think so. No. I don't think we're going to get ice dragons, but the whole point is that the dragons can just set these things on fire and burn them, and then mm-hmm. now, no, we we, don't, yeah. now we don't have a zombie problem anymore. But what if a dragon gets shot with a giant... Uh, with Chekhov's uh, crossbow. With the crossbow, and then gets brought back to life by the walkers. Oh, God. I don't see it. Here's the thing, because you've set this up as a couple big badasses versus a small, like uh, uh, a superhero movie-style like undead army. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like... A faceless, interchangeable army. You know, it's the same thing you saw at the end of all the superhero movies where there's just a bunch of indiscriminate bad guys that you don't just murder. Yeah. Well, we've already got giants. Yeah. So they're White Walkers. So you've got some indiscriminate bad two. guys we that have, are tougher. We have and some, two bad guys, or two bad guys, two giants that we've yeah. seen so far. Yeah. But no, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think we see an ice dragon. No. Nah, so I don't I, think so. My yeah. other thing is I think, I don't think, so I think we're going to see Bran take over one of those dragons. Oh, war got into a dragon. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's that's been that's totally gonna that's happen. been uh, uh, you know on, on my brain for a while. Yeah. That's how cool. Like the final battle, fight, finish him. Uh, <laughs> so now we get so now we get possibly Al's favorite scene in this episode. Uh, so we've got John and uh, he leaves Sansa in charge. He mm-hmm. declares, "I'm I'm leaving." Sansa stands up. Uh, you know, you're 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 deserting your people. You're deserting your home. Uh, who's going to rule in your stead? And he's like, uh, duh, you. Right. So, and then she's like, oh, so, who, who, me? So for the first time, for the first time in, I don't know how long, somebody intelligent is actually running Winterfell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jon Snow, God bless him, is still an idiot. Uh, so we now actually have he somebody capable. Yeah. He, he does know he, nothing. He really, he really does. Except that those freaking White Walkers are coming. That's yeah. true. He knows that shit. He knows that. that but, that's uh, true. Sam's the brains. He's the brawn. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, John goes to pay a little visit to his dad, hanging out in the dungeon with, with daddy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, with Uncle Ned. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. He, he doesn't know this yet, but he's does not, he? He's not. He doesn't. Son. No. We just talked about how dumb he is. No. Came back to life. And he's real. I mean, but there's no. I mean, there's nothing that would have indicated. Mm-hmm. Unless, so, yeah, he got something in the in the afterlife or whatever. But so, he's down here, so and he's then Littlefinger shows up. Yeah, Littlefinger comes down, and he's like, hey... Nibbling um, on a fresh piece of scenery. Like that. That's what it sounds like. Um, and he starts talking, you know, all this all this nonsense to John about how much he loves his mother, or not his mother, about uh, how much he loved... Caitlin. Caitlin. Cat. And, um, you know, how much he loves Sansa, just like he loved her mother. And that, I guess it's just like, don't talk about my little sister. John snaps, and we finally get the answer to who the heck is choking the crap out of Littlefinger in the previews. Mm-hmm. It's John. It's yeah. John. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is great because. You know, John was always the outcast and John was always the bastard and John was always a snow and and whether or not he really is a Stark or he really is a Targaryen, whatever, whatever. It's finally him kind of showing like his loyalty to his family and his, you know, him being very emotional about like, if you touch my sister, I'm going to kill you with my bare hands. Um, So, yeah, and I like I like, uh, you know, John leaving and then Littlefinger kind of walking out and seeing or seeing Sansa standing up on the balcony and just giving his neck a little like. See, and I don't, I don't know. You're never done with Littlefinger. No, of course not. You know, and this is where the thing too is like John's John. If if this were a more intelligent character, they would have realized that choking while choking out uh, uh, Peter Baelish may feel good at the moment. You don't do that unless you're done with him. Unless you're ready to kill him. Yeah. You don't do that. Yeah. You you should. You should like probably not let go. Uh, Yeah. You just because now now he's gonna have to scheme against you or something yeah. like that. Like that's just what he does. Yeah. Yeah. Which do we know what his motive is yet? No. Just to kill Santa does. She does. Yeah, yeah. She says, I know what he wants. Well, we well, all know what he wants. It's this. Yeah. If I was Sansa, that was yeah. a reference to her body. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Okay. Do you think it, do you think it's that simple? Do you think he's just, he's just lovelorn? Yeah. No, I think he's riding on coattails. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, he's got. I think he knew that he was never going to achieve power um, on his own. Mm-hmm. So he seeks out women of power. I mean, look at what he's attracted to. He's attracted to strong sure. women of status. I mm-hmm. just, I'm surprised that he wouldn't have ended up with Daenerys. Maybe that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to get to her. Yeah, that's true. We that's true. I mean, he did. Enough. He did smile evilly and twirl his mustache while he stood next to that torch. <laughs> true. Nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, so, and then we move on. So we're with we're with Arya uh, in the woods. This was a pointless scene to me. Uh, this was horrible. This was not pointless, and this was horrible, and I hated all thirty seconds of it. So this whole what like four seasons now we've been hearing. There's been talk of a very large wolf leading a pack of wolves that are going wild near the. North in the mm-hmm. King's Road and blah, blah, blah. And so the whole time you're like, Namaria, Namaria, oh my God. It's so epic. And so Ari's in the woods and her horse starts getting a little squirrely. And you're like, oh, something's going on. And then a bunch of wolves start showing up and you're like, oh my God, it's happening. And then you see this giant wolf come up behind her and she turns around. And at first you're like, oh my God, she's going to get eaten by her own dire wolf. And then she doesn't. And she speaks to her and she, you know, like has, she realizes like, oh my God, Nymeria, it's me. I'm going home. I'm going to our home. Come with me. And the wolf goes, Nabi. And just (laughs) 
wanders away. And no, I got to go eat Ed Sheeran's throat out. Yeah, because I got to beer me. Got to go kill Ed Sheeran. Poor Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, it was horrible, and it was so anticlimactic, and. Uh, you know, and they tried to explain it away with symbolism because Arya lo- looks after her and says, that's not you, which is a callback to the first season where her father right. is telling her, you know, well, you can be a, lo- a lady and marry a-, a lord and wear dresses. And Arya's like, that's not me. So mm-hmm. it's just that, a know. wasted scene. Yeah, it did nothing to move the plot forward. It did. It did nothing to move the plot forward. And it did everything to make me have to pause the episode and cry very hard. Yeah, I so <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't sad. I was just vaguely annoyed. Oh, I, mean, I was very. Is, oh, I was very sad, especially since they do a couple other things here to make you think as other these other like like really ham fisted red herrings. Ham fisted is apparently my word. today. Yeah. I'm, just, um, I'm just picturing a man with a canned ham uh, at the end of his arm. Uh, mm. <laughs> cool. I'd like ham, uh, but like this thing because you know she see her suddenly breathing and the air turns the air is turning really cold. All this you know like suddenly they focus in on her being able to see her breath, which makes it sound like or feel like she's about to deal with a White Walker or yeah. something like that, mm-hmm. which would be a pretty major plot point. It would because be a major because that's like how did the thing get across the wall? It's like something's made it across the wall. Uh, that's what? And then, but you just said, then you throw up the wolf, and then there's no interact. The wolf moves on. Like that's. Yeah, that scene felt like a waste. Maybe we haven't seen the last of it, though. Maybe not, but because this, that would be, I, I, there, we can't be done with that. That can't be it. That can't be the Nightmare right. Reunion. If this were the books, I would agree. Yeah, but this isn't the books. They've only got so many episodes I left, know. and they really don't have time to waste on the wolf. It's, it feels, it feels like, it feels like very fast, very quick. Like let's tie up all these neat little bows and close everything off right and i don't want that to happen for the series that i've How, been we haven't even seen like 10 years we haven't even seen john snow's wolf in whatever four episodes yeah or whatever it is like that's meh yeah mm. he's with him but right but he just can't be bothered to include them in the nobody wants maybe it's the yeah maybe dog. it's just not important anymore I, maybe yeah. it's one of those plot points mm. that died out like Lady Stoneheart. <sighs> so anyway, so yes, it was very upsetting. Um, I actually have in my notes here, in all capital letters, effing Nymeria. <laughs> so apparently I felt some type of way about that. Okay. Um, and then, so we get to the last scene. How do you feel about the last scene, Al? This was the biggest waste of my goddamn time <laughs> in Game of Thrones history. Uh, so, so the last scene, or as I like to call it, uh, the moment where urine... Uh, potentially ruined the hottest sex scene that we might have ever gotten out of Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh yeah, because, that too. Because let's be honest. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, I, I, I that, here's go ahead. Come on, come on. Come on. Right, I've been dominating this one, so like, let's here's let's have thing. it. Let's have it. You shove the damn sand snakes down my throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You force them into these scenes where they didn't really fit. You've been doing this since the first time you involved. The only thing you've done is you, 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 you look, I got boobs and I have a whip. Like we have like some <laughs> weird desert ninja turtle shit going down. Mm-hmm. And, and, but you're, but you're selling them as badasses. You're selling them as dangerous, powerful warriors. Yeah. Okay. Fine. That's what they are. Let's do this. Okay. Fine. Uh, now you've got a fleet. Of accomplished sailors yeah. from Pike sailing. You know Euron's out there with a giant ass fleet that he got from wood that he magically magically found gr- whatever on a stone island. Sure, right. whatever. But so he made this giant fleet. She's coming out and there's no lookouts apparently. There's just no lookouts at all. Nobody's looking. 
You've got a you've got hundreds of boats all right next to each other. Uh-huh. And you're people there's a crow's nest. We see there's a crow's nest. Right. Yeah. So there's theoretically somebody on top of the goddamn crow's nest. Nobody sees anything until the boats are right on top of them. The boat. The boat. I would like there's, to point out that it's a boat. No, no, there's more than one. He's got a fleet that he's. That I thought. Oh, I thought he just rolled up with one. No, no. This <laughs> is this is a full naval combat. Okay, okay. We stop a couple times and we see and we see her looking out dramatically at everything. Yeah. So you're on manages to find the single boat that they're on. Okay, fine. There was a you found that one. I'll give you. Uh, that's fine. So this comes down. The fight breaks out. Now we'll again. Nobody saw this coming. Sure. Two sand snakes come out to go fight Euron by himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he kills both of them at the same time. Very quickly. At the same damn time. Right. This is there was this thing that they there's a TV trope there's a TV trope they talk about with Worf from Star Trek: The Next Generation, yeah. <laughs> where the first thing that always has to happen anytime if somebody shows up is they have to kick the kick Worf's ass so they can be established as a dangerous warrior, right. very strong and whatever else. But it gets to the point where like is Worf a pussy? Like what's going on? Like, <laughs> what the hell's wrong with Worf, man? Why can't he win a goddamn fight? <laughs> I don't think you want a single fight at all of any. And the same thing, too. Like, I get that they needed to establish Euron as more than just talk. He yeah. won that fight with Tasha Yar. Uh, <laughs> he won the casting rights with Tasha Yar. <laughs> right. But the. Um, but, like, and so if he were to kill one and then manage to kill the other, okay, mm-hmm. fine. If he were to kill one and the other one was going to fight him and maybe had him, but then she got killed by random flying piece of debris. Okay, fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for him to kill both of them by himself in single combat at the same time, it's lazy writing. It's crappy storytelling. Yeah. And it's and it means that everything that you did with those characters for me has just been a waste from the word go. Right. Hmm. I just so bad. And I feel like I feel like Game of Thrones is is dangerously playing into its own tropes at this point where it's like, ha we just kill all the characters. Okay, but you're literally just killing all the characters now, right? Without reason, without without plot movement, without. Was one of them Colleen Wing? Uh, ooh, I don't remember. I meant to look for that too, but I don't remember which two. Hmm. Yeah, and we see them, uh, and so the other, yeah, it had to be because it wasn't that wasn't the one that lived. Yeah. So the, yeah, because you got the fourth Sand Snake who goes to defend the youngest, the youngest the goes youngest to defend daughter. mom, mm-hmm. uh, and then the bad guys get down there too, and they. She's like, fight, kill me, or whatever, and the guy gives a leer because apparently it's been at least a season since we've had anybody get raped. Yeah. So we need to get a rape scene in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's um, no rape scene. There's just, the, you know, rape is just alluded to. Which right. is awful, awful, uh, which is very, very subtle for yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we got next, we got next week's episode, so let's, let's see what happens. Right. Um, but yeah, this, the, the whole scene, like, I understand, and from a cinematography and the special effects, whatever, it, it, it was, it was very well done. Uh, but to me, what they did with the storyline here was just garbage. Well, I feel like they were trying way too hard to make it like the second battle of the Blackwater, too. You know, we're doing another fight yeah. scene on the water on boats. Right. And it's kind of tired. It was kind of tired. Yeah. I mean, yes. You know. But the Sand Snakes, that she suddenly had to be escorted back to Dorne. I wasn't by boat. Like, that seemed a little rushed. It seemed a little weird. Um, but then to, I don't know. Yeah. So obviously, so Yara and you know Theon Yara points out earlier that uh, Theon is supposed to be her protector, and so then we kind of see Theon, um, which I think is is kind of this is kind of an important scene because you know 
he's lived through so much mm-hmm. and we thought like, Oh, Theon's fine. Like, no, he's not. He was tortured. He's a war criminal. <clears throat> Or not a war criminal. He's a prisoner of war. He actually and also is a war criminal. He's also thing. a war he's criminal. Everything. But, you know, but it, it, it's just, you know, severe, severe, severe. There are no psychiatrists in the Seven Kingdoms. <laughs> there is just severe untreated PTSD happening there. And but, then, but then what's his point in the story? If he's going to run there, mm-hmm. then what uh-huh. is his point in this story? His point is to let them die, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I just, he serves no, no purpose. No purpose from a, from a story standpoint yeah. here. You know, and this is one of the things that I've, as I've been learning a lot more about story, and I won't claim to be at the level with, you know, a lot of people that have been trained and all that stuff. Yeah. But everything that happens should be moving the plot forward. So, Every character interaction should be doing something So if for the only plot. we had a writer that could, like, help us break this down. I don't know of any. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, to me, it's... <laughs> oh, Scott, you're still here. Uh, okay. Um, to me, it was very much um, the beginning of the show... You had all these, you know, this contrast, these empowered women, the, you know, they're going to make these like, you know, sort of bold moves. They're moving. And then at the, by the end of the show, you have all these apparently strong empowered women. They're all just wiped out. So yeah. you're just kind of like by, yeah, one man. by one dude. And it's like, oh, everything we kind of shown you mm-hmm. the first part of this is no, it's not how it's going to roll. It's like kind of subverting what you think the whole show is mm-hmm. going to go and do. It's a shame it happens. These again, I've been haven't following the show that long. But from, from a from a from a storyteller's point of view, but this is the thing too. Is like, 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 what's 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 your take on 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 the sl- just just give me your take on the sloppy writing because there's some sloppy writing that's happening that's re- that's getting really frustrating. It's it's sloppy writing, but I think also the show is kind of delving into a bit of like meta territory mm-hmm. yeah. with you know the what some of the commentary they're doing about it's kind of bleeding over into what's happening you know in our world versus yeah. what's happening in Westeros. And I think that's maybe a point they were making. They weren't paying it. That contributes to the sloppy writing. Yeah. They're not necessarily thinking about what's good for Game of Thrones. They're thinking about what's going to go viral, what's going to, you know, right. happen. Because it's a big show with a capital B. Right. So that could be kind of where things are happening yeah, with. Capital B, those, capital yeah. S. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I see what you did there. <laughs> well, yeah. and, and, you know, and with, and, and, and Scott is admittedly, I will not, without hesitation, one of the most talented writers I've, I've ever met. But I'm sorry. Part of what makes this so insane is how how long we sat there with him. Yeah, you know, like we sat through seasons of Theon, and Theon has been an annoying and worthless character from literally the first first book. Yeah, he's always been a worthless character, and if you were going to give him some form of redemptive quality, that was his opportunity to be a redemptive quality. You know, like he wasn't facing a Bolton, he wasn't facing whatever else. It was his sister that he cares for and that he is loyal to. All that stuff. Like, if they're going to tell me that later on he's going to rise up when it really matters, I'm like, no, it already really matters. It, yeah, absolutely. Well, Sansa never would have made it away from Bolton without him. Yes, but... And, and we needed him to establish how evil and horrible and terrible Bolton was when he came in. Yeah. And, I mean, you Theon done. has definitely... I mean, he has not been a pointless character throughout the run. Now, where does he go moving forward? That's a good question, but... Sansa can escape without without Theon being there. Yeah. He's gone from Theon to Reek to Theon, and we don't know what's going to happen next. You talk about um, Game of Thrones kind of falling victim to its own tropes. I feel like subverting the audience is kind of what made them, you know, a thing. That's them subverting, you know, mm-hmm. our expectations. He's going to do this thing. And I think the showrunners are thinking, oh, this is kind of what people go to watch. You talk about, we were talking about The Walking Dead on another another bit about it becomes, you know, 
What was your word for it? Misery porn. That. Misery and porn. that's kind of, you know, and they, it started out as one thing and it's kind of become that, you know, sort of one note, you know, right, you know, bit. Yeah. And that might, I don't want to see Game of Thrones become that. But from what I've heard, it's, you know, him jumping off the boat. It's kind of like what you thought he was going to do the thing. It's like, no, we're just going to turn the life, the knife a little more. Yeah. Like, right. Well, yeah. I mean, if he's escaping and he's going to, he's going to uh, survive this, there has to be a reason. I don't you know. Don't, you, you don't, don't, you don't not die on Game of Thrones for for no reason. Yeah. You no. die on Game of Thrones for a reason. Right. Sometimes you die on Game of Thrones for and no you reason. you live for a reason. No, and, I, and he's going to come back somewhere in the end, somewhere in the climax of this storyline, he's going to matter. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I do, I do have to say that there is, a, there is another, there's another group out there that does a strictly comedy, for comedy reasons, mm-hmm. episode by episode breakdown of Game of Thrones. And uh, their commentary on this whole scene was uh, the part where the 30 Seconds to Mars tour bus crashes into the <laughs> studio and ruins the L Word reboot, <laughs> which I thought was very clever and very funny <laughs> because you're on his Jared Leto right. in this scenario. Yeah. So, Ugh, um, as, I, as of, as of right now, uh, I'm not, I'm not thrilled guys. Here's, I'm, I'm worried. Here's, I'm here's, worried about where we're going. Here's the way they could save this for me. They could do a lot to redeem this scene. The sand snakes in your own thing is going to bug me as one of the most egregious thing. I just, that was that, that bothered me a whole bunch. Well, is that not, but, is that not, is that not a, a callback to, to their father? To the way that the Viper was killed, he was supposed to be this great fighter. He was supposed to be undefeated. He was cocky. He was bold. We thought he had bested the mountain, and then his head got squished like a cantaloupe. Sure, Mm -hmm. but but that was because the Viper was gloating, Yeah, and he took his eyes off the prize. That's true. These two girls are fighting their hardest against one single character. Yeah. But he's got his sea legs. Ooh. Yeah, here's the, but, but here's how I think they could save, they could redeem a bit of this is if and they, they show this last scene, they show Theon floating like Jack on some driftwood uh, and the boat kind of moving away. But if they were getting a little maybe messing up with it, messing around with a little bit. And the next thing we see is Theon going to save her getting back on the boat. Oh, no, she was hanging off the. No, those were the sand snakes. No, the the woman that was hanging. That was, she was hanging by the whip because it was the girl with the whip and the girl with the spear were the two were the two sand snakes that got killed. Oh, I swore that was Yara. No, 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 no. Yara, she, yeah, because it was because you got the girl hanging from the, the whip. Girl is the one who's hanging, and the girl with the spears is the one who's impaled on the front. Oh, so those are the two dead ones. They're going to keep the other ones because remember he's got to take back a prize to Cersei, right? So I think he's taking it back. So if, I'm a little less sad now. If, if if Theon is getting on that boat to go do some saving, or at least mm-hmm. to attempt to do some saving, right. like he realizes he can't save her right here, so he jumps with a plan, mm-hmm. you've redeemed that piece of it for me. Yeah. I don't think so, though. Mm. It does feel like cheating, though, a little bit, because like they can just... It's so manipulative to me. Like, the show, and I mean, the more I've been watching the show, like, it is... As moments where it's like great writing, and I really appreciate the craft that's gone into it. Mm-hmm. But like you know, you can't make it feel one way, and like one episode, and then be like, and undo it in the next episode. It's like no, you're kind of accountable for every you know walking you dead. lay down, right. walking exactly. Dead. Yeah. yeah, Walking Dead is notorious for that. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling great after episode two, though. No. But mm-hmm. shout out to uh to the characters in real life, though. Uh. Kit Harrington, who plays Jon Snow, got engaged to 
Egret. Uh, Egret. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Her name. I don't know the actress's name. I'll look it up for you while you tell about what yeah. happened. Yeah. Well, they got engaged. They're getting married. They know something about getting married, apparently. Hmm. So yeah. that's happy. So they, they, you know, they met on the show, and that's adorable. And they're in love. And they're in love. That's very cute for them. Yeah, and her name. She was. You is, of course, the the gorgeous redhead who says, "You know nothing, Jon Snow." Yes. That's her big. Who coins the wildling? That, right? The wild. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, wildling. the wildling. That's that, her big claim to fame. That turns him into a man. <laughs> <laughs> the one magical night under the. the there, we had a lot in our show notes. I'm trying to scroll through real quick to find this. No, there's too much. That's and there's there's just all of the stuff in here. All hey guys, did you know Stargate's coming back? <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're not there anymore. Oh my bad, my bad. <laughs> Oh my God! Where is it? There's so much stuff here. I can't find it. Nobody knows anyway, her name. Okay, she doesn't fine. have a name. Her uh, name is so, Egret. Someone, <laughs> someone will, someone will school us in the comments. Uh, we'll, oh well, it doesn't matter. We'll get learned. It's fine. So yeah, so that's gonna do it for our for our episode two disappointment uh, breakdown. Yeah, yeah. So thanks a lot for hanging around for this, <laughs> guys. I've I've got plenty of hope for the rest of the season. I'm not I do I'm too. not worried about. Well, this. I feel you know I feel like this happened last season too. Is it like kind of every other episode was like ah ah? That's true. So well, you yeah. get your big like actiony fun crazy episodes, and then your setup episodes. Yeah. So this was wasn't true. a setup episode though. This was a big action moment. <laughs> it might be a setup for something else bigger. Uh, I think when we get, it looks like we get. Um, it looks like we're in, in very very un Game of Thrones fashion. Um, they're going to have a trip across the continent without any incident, and they're going to arrive with their destination with John and uh, Davos mm. making their way north to uh, sorry south, making their way south to go meet up like. They're on the horse and they're riding out, and it looks like he's there next next episode. Yeah, just like, hey, how was your trip? Uh, yeah. It was fine. Cool. Just yeah. a jetpack. It's a little, it's cool. It was a little cold, but you know. Right, but it got warmer <laughs> as I went. Uh, <laughs> here's my question for you. Do you think that uh, Arya runs into Jon on the road? No. I think one Ooh. of them dies before they're ever reunited. It'd have to be Arya. I think Arya dies. Oh, I think Arya dies so hard. Okay. There is just, I mean, I guess it doesn't, they don't have to, but there is only really one big great road. She's already decently far north. We see that. Yeah. So if she, they're going to, they're going to literally pass each other on this road at some point. And I guess, you know, she's in the one end and he's in the other end or he walks past you or whatever, but they'll do like, but like they're, they're on the same road walking towards each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just literally walking towards each other. We'll see. We'll see. It's not a big road. That's my prediction. That's my prediction. I th- you're probably right. That's my prediction. Hey, let's do something real fun before we before we sign off. Okay. Call it. What big main characters die before this thing is all said and done? Oh, oh, several of them. Lots, what's lots what's of your them. predictions? Give me. Give me. Give me. Like a few. who dies? Can we do who dies next? Okay, let's play who dies next. Who dies oh, next? Who dies next? Who dies next? I am gonna go. With Cersei, they won't kill off for a little bit. No, no, she's going to be around for a while. Yeah. Uh, who do you think's going to die next? Do you have any? I think Arya dies next. You think Arya dies next? I think Arya's going to die, and I think Arya's going to die really soon. Oh, I think she makes it to finale. You think so? Yeah. I think she's got she's got to do more damage before she goes. Yeah. She goes through, and this again would Here, be. Here's the thing: you got to remember, we've got these these Stark children and and Targaryen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that you've got. He's also a Stark. No, I'm not talking about him. You've got Arya, who is a faceless person. Yeah. You've got Bran, who can warg. You've got uh, uh, Daenerys, who is unburned. Yeah. All of the magic characters, I think, are going to make it to the end. Right. Jon's come back to life. He makes it to the end, I think. Um, Sansa, I think, is maybe the Stark that doesn't make it. You think yeah. so? 
Yeah. Well, the other Stark is Bran's dead. Rickon. Sorry, Rickon. Rickon. Oh, dead. yeah, Rickon's dead. But he's been dead. And Rob's dead. Uh, and Rob, well, Rob yeah. dead. We're not listing everybody who died. All the Starks <laughs> who died, if we started that, then <laughs> Ned and here all night. Uh, I, I, think, I think, but the next one to die, I'm betting the head of the Tyrells, whatever her name is. I can't remember her name now. Well, she, I mean, she's like 105. Right. I'm sorry, not the head of the Tyrells. I'm sorry, the head of the Dorns. Uh, oh, uh, whatever her whatever her name is. Yeah, we couldn't. Yeah, I, can't, I can't. I can't. I don't care. I don't, yeah, Dorn. What bothers me too is Dorn's setting looks so amazing, and I was mm-hmm. so interested. But right. the stuff they've done in Dorn has just been terrible. Yeah, it's been a big wasted opportunity. I, 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 I think, think that was a lot of bad casting on the show's part as well, because the Sandsakes and the and the whole story and the, the Martells were so much more interesting in the book. Right. And yeah. I really, but I feel like they kind of accomplished their goal of they were there to kill Marcella and right. kind of move that whole all of the Lannister children are going to die right. plot line. So the, so the I think, Baratheon children. Right. So I think she, I think she's, I think, I, I think that's the next one to go. I think she dies probably pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, and then they're going to do just horrible things to Yara. Mm. Yeah. Um, who was the woman uh, you're so fond of? Oh, Lady Elena. It's either gonna be her or Jamie. No. Oh no, Jamie. No, Jamie's so. got Jamie's got stuff to do. Jamie's got Jamie's got things Game of to Thrones, do. Though well, they say that every time something's gonna happen, and they're like, your, "Nope," and, because there nope. is another little brother. Yeah, it's like, "Nope." What's well, the thing? What would be an interesting subversion of what we're expecting is if Jamie dies, and, yeah. and it is in fact Tyrion who kills. Cersei. Yeah, that would be great. Because yeah. they they've got all of these foreshadowing, all of these hints that it's going to be Jamie who 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 strangles. I mean, we talked about it last week who strangles with his golden hand. Absolutely, that is what everybody's expecting. That would be an example of them subverting it in a good way and in an interesting right. way, um, as opposed to we are a bunch of strong, powerful women until that one guy comes over and murders us because he's so much stronger than all of us. Yeah. Ugh. So. The scene really pissed me off. <laughs> really annoyed with it. Next week on how Al really feels. Yeah, I'm gonna work on it. Yeah, and we didn't really get a lot from the uh, from the that next week on, so they're keeping it real, keeping it real hush hush. Other than the the, by, the highway that apparently John gets to take, to, you get immediately <laughs> from the like the southernmost, the northern post. There might be maybe there's like multiple subroads. We don't know. Unless one of them has warp drive. There's no goddamn way. <laughs> Do you know how long in both the books and the show we had to watch Arya and the Hound very slowly? Like, we literally went mile marker by mile marker <laughs> with them. It's true. And these guys would be bloop, and we're there. Like, J.J. Abrams travels. travels you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. <sighs> all right. Well, thanks for, thanks for hanging out. Wait, uh, who, who dies next? Arya. Oh, you're saying Arya. I already said Arya. Oh, you're saying Arya. Yeah. Who's yours? I'm saying I don't think I ever actually came down on it. Oh yeah, wait, did you? We, okay, did, it was him that we didn't get. Yeah, one. you didn't. Yeah, get I avoided the next. answer. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about Sam. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Aww. Just because. Or just to screw with everybody, Danny turns out just <laughs> bites it. Oh. Uh, that eaten by a dragon. Nobody saw the coming. No, twist. <laughs> the crossbow goes through her face. Right. Oh, no, that's what. Oh, I mean. that might have been overkill. <laughs> Okay. We did make it for the dragons. Anyway, okay. all right. Well, uh, you can you can come back next week and uh, and see if we feel any better about anything that happened on next week's episode. I really so. hope so. I, I hope so too. Yeah. I hope so too. But yeah, thanks for hanging out, uh, Scott. Thank you so much for hanging around. Well, thanks um, for having me, uh, Al. Thanks for getting angry at things, Dan. Thanks for it's what I do. Knowing more than we do. 
don't know about that. And we don't do a fun sign-off thing on this one, so bye.